Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on paratalkradio.com. A member of the WLFE digital broadcast family. Okay, now you can do it. Oops. In the small hollow in North Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings. The may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. He hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts. Hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com, a member of the WLFE digital broadcast family. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. Join us every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central for discussions and guests on topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. This broadcast is rated M for mature and is intended for listeners over 16. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Now, live from J-Wolf Production Studio in Ontario, New York, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Hi, everybody! <laughs> what the hell, my mic is you got a new mic i don't know if i like it well unfortunately you don't have a choice because there's john's got yours oh that john stole my mic yes it's definitely not no 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 it's too long i need it shorter is it this one oh yeah oh there you go there you go look i'm i'm doing it i think he gave you a new stand that looks Uh, like a new stand i think it's just this part maybe well yeah because it has to be really nice though no, 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 this I think is my same stand. Huh. I think it's oh, just well. this part that's different. That's right there. Maybe. That's Maybe. cool, though. Maybe, right. baby. All right, so let's, uh, first off, I think you need to say, uh, do you remember? Um, yeah. You got your book in the mail today. I got my book. Thank you so much, Kathleen. This I'm really excited to read it. Yeah, um, Guiding cool. Kathy, A True Story by Kathleen Worstein. I'm really excited. Uh, and she's excited for me, and I have a little note in here. Oh, there's a note? Yes. Cindy and Ted, I thank you both for allowing me to be read on your wonderful show. Please let me know what you think of my book. Awesome. Kathy. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Kathy. Whoa. Down, Teddy. <laughs> thank you for thank you for the reminder. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> that was hysterical. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, mine totally would have done it too. Because my my media was all. Hey, there. hi, Kevin. 
Hi, Kevin. Hello. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a um, guest producer in the show with us this evening. Yes, we do. So, whenever John is, yeah. So, you know, maybe we'll keep Kevin. I like that. <laughs> I think John might be offended, though. John could have an accident. You never oh. know. Oh. Yeah. What? <laughs> Poor John. No, my John. Okay, so real quick, we are cross-posting to a new page today. Oh, are um, we We have been cross-posting to uh, Maple City, which is um, Hornell. Right. We've been doing yep. there, Genesee yep. Valley page, Yep. Um, Paratalk Radio, WLFE. But we are also now, I don't know if you had a chance, but our boys had their first show yesterday. I saw that they did, and they had my favorite, John. They had Mr. Mike they had King. Mike. So, so I want to do a personal shout out from Cindy and I. Actually, she's sitting here. So Cindy, she could you do it herself? Yeah, so but yeah, you guys. We love you guys. You great had a great job. show. That goes um, to Dave and Ernie and uh, Mr. Mike King. Paranormal Inc. Paranormal um, Inc. The name of their show is Step Into the Paranormal. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was awesome. It was a great show. It was so fun. Yeah, it was a very fun show. I wish I had realized that they were on yesterday when they were live. Yeah, I, I got to get Dave to understand he needs to start posting like in advance stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, but we are actually posting live on their page as well right now. Oh. What? Um, we're yeah. going to we're going to share pages. So, uh, share paranormal, paranormal. That's good. Stepping into the paranormal is going to be able to post on Paratalk Radio, and Paratalk Radio is going to be able to post on theirs. Oh, fantastic! Very nice. So indeed. that nobody's missing out. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. like it. Me too. Yeah. I thought it was a good idea. So yeah. would would that make it a pair of pages? <laughs> That's actually quite funny, but yes, it would be a Yeah, we pair we've of used pages. that I well, I've used that joke several times. Oh, see that's what you get with <laughs> guest producers. <laughs> but it's funny, it's funny. You did a good job. All right, you wanna you say hi in... hi to our peeps? I'm oh, sorry to geez. cut you off. I'm sorry. Uh, well, oh wait a minute, they're right here. Do you want to use my phone? No, it's already there. I'll get it. You'll get it. So yeah, yeah all of I our wasn't... peeps are there. So yeah, I know. We were talking and doing our sh- I know. stuff. Stick. Our shtick. You, I just noticed you got a hoodie. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I've always. It, it's like a witchy hoodie. Yeah, so when I. I'll show you. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. You just brushed your hair, too. I know. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Because I've already played with it several times. Ooh. So I love this. I love this. It's like a. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun one. A fun one. Yeah. Yeah. But I've already been messing with my hair even after I brushed it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Eh. You have beautiful hair, though. Oh, thanks, Teddy. I don't have any. Well, I have a little. No, I, I, you know, I always notice when you cut it, and it looks nice. I buzz it myself. Yeah. I, I, I do bad. my son's as well, and I have to do Jansen's because it hasn't been done in a while, and he right. keeps asking me, and things keep coming up, so mm. I feel bad. So, guys, yes, last week we, you know, last week was kind of an off night for us. We have a few of those from time to time, but... um. I want to say thank you for everybody that uh, sent us the messages and, and support the show. We don't say that enough. You guys are That's awesome. Right. You we, guys we, rock. Yes, you do. Um, we are getting a few saying, hey, you guys aren't paranormal enough. So um, we are what we I are. But we, we, but what does you it guys say know right what there? Say. What does it say right there? Paranormal, paranormal horror, supernatural, the unknown, and dot, 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 everything else. Yes. Yeah, so. Basically, we already told the you guys like Cindy. a year ago. We we have ADD, so we uh, yeah we just we go off on yeah. tangents. So that's one thing about this show that hey maybe that should be our new line. What's that? We're off on tangents. Off on tangents. 
those uh, small orange like things. Yeah. 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 Excellent. We should have a a bouncing tangent. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. No. Isn't that funny? I yeah, think it, it is. Funny. is. It is funny. <laughs> have like, it like right there, like oh have God. a video of it just going like ding, ding, ding. ding we should ding, do like period, paranormal karaoke. Some karaoke. Karaoke. Oh my God, that would be hysterical. Sing all like uh, the Monster Mash and shit like that. Oh God, I mean, yeah. Stuff like that. I didn't do it. Just, just saying, I didn't do it. <laughs> Not this time. Yes, we've been critiqued, folks. Listen. So, so we we, but you know what? It happens to us all the time. But because we are the poster child for WLFE DV radio, we have to clean up our act a little bit. So we're going to try. Um, I wanted Hopefully to... you guys stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because they love our naughtiness, I guess. Yeah, Some of them same do. But, um, Edna, thank you so much again for joining me on Saturday. I want to say that also to Diane and uh, Tyler, um, for you three coming down and helping me review all the stuff from that thing we had to do. Or I had to do. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Um, well, Cindy's getting into, um, uh, it's Paratalk Radio time. It's Paratalk Radio time. Um, she'll get to your, Come. um, hellos and all that stuff. Come so bring us your, your make sure paranormal that, stories. There you go. So make sure that you guys are cross posting or liking and sharing and all that good stuff. Um, but I have a interesting book. It was actually written, um, by a couple local guys down where I live in my County and um, it's called Terrible Tales, Geneseo Ghosts, and Livingston Legends. Um, it was written by David Parrish and edited by Chuck Lyons. Chuck, you and I have to talk because you missed a couple things. Um, and anyways, <laughs> <laughs> being the, the, the editing Nazi here. Um, but there are there's huh. some really interesting stories in here. And um, Well, don't give all of the stories away before it's published. No, this is already published. Oh, okay. This, this is the way it looks. Oh, so I that's figured cool. since since um, Plato um, Angelicus couldn't be here, um, he is. There is some um, things going on that he needs to take care of, and prayers to him and his wife. Um, that's all I'm going to get into. Um, but Cindy into hood. There is a Cindy into hood. That's Cindy cool. into hood. Cindy into hood. So basically, I figured since tonight, we kind of turned the show into for you guys. You guys get to call us and talk to Horror. us about your um, about your stories. We want to hear your ghost stories. So yeah. that's what we are going to be talking about today. Okay, ghost stories. I have 11 people, well, 10 people now. Okay, go for it. On our page, but I can only see a few. Hi, Jamie Gambler. Hey, Alicia Stare. Or Gamber, sorry, Jamie. Uh, Robert White. And that's the only ones that I can see right now. Say hi to me, you guys, so I can say hi to yep. you. Who do you have? I have Edna is the only one you didn't say, right? Oh, or did you say that? Why can't I see Edna on my page? Edna, I don't know. what? I don't see her. Maybe. Well, we are on five or six different things, so some of those don't pop over on this side, unfortunately. So we don't get to see them all. Um, so if you're I don't even see Kevin, though. All right, you you don't see Kevin either. I'm no. I'm right in front of you. Look well, up. I mean, there we go. <laughs> no, but I don't see you in here. But I could see you on Ted's. That's weird. Okay, so I just popped over and I'm now on the Genesee Valley one. So let's see who's over here. <laughs> Kevin, you're too funny. He just said hi, Cindy. 
Oh. Hi, Bree Danger. Hey, we have Tyler. I was just talking I about Tyler. I sent the link to Kristen, so she should be here soon. Hi, Kathy DeGraw. Mm-hmm. Hi, Hover Palermo. What's up, Tyler? Hi, Tyler. Hi, Ty. Hi, David Siler. <laughs> David he's, Siler. He's on the um, WLFE-DB radio. I miss you, Hever, so much. We need to talk. Okay, so now now that we're cross-posting on five different pages, guys. Twenty-five different pages. Uh, five different pages. <laughs> but if you're going to be posting comments and stuff, we'll get to you as soon as we can because we have to flip pages. I don't. To get to you. She's not. I am. I'm, I'm doing all I'm staying right here on Paratalk Radio. So um, if you see us um, on one of these other pages, if you mm-hmm. want to look up Paratalk Radio in your search or WLFE, that's where the majority of the people are actually posting. And then you can interact with them if you'd like. Or you can stay there and we'll get to you. Um, but we're going to uh, – I'm going to say right now, phone numbers – um, and we got somebody on the line, so hold tight there, Mr. Oh, Caller. Oh, yay. Or Miss Caller. Or Miss Caller. Um, if you got a ghost story and you want to call in, yes. um, it's 323-642-1102. And we'll say it a few times. So can can we p- p- pin it again? I don't know. I, I tried to know what to, happened. I, the pinning isn't working for me either, and I'm freaking admin on all of them, so I don't know why it's not yeah, working. Yeah, and I... I still maybe I'm going to do something else. I think I'm going to do it this way instead. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to get off of that one. I'm going to do it this way, like how you showed me to do mine. Right, 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 right. Well, it says we're going to be posting on the paranormal. All right, I'm going to try it. Page. Or the well, not paranormal ink page. What the hell is the other one? The other one is uh, step into the paranormal page. That's it. I oh, gotta find it. Wait, somebody just pinned it. Who just pinned it? That would be your fantastic, wonderful producer. Really? Wait, yeah. how did you do how it? Did and we do can't it and we do can't. it. Yeah, it's what, it's what you hire me for. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, dang it! He's hired. We need to get paid, Teddy. <laughs> Good point. It's true. I, I got a doubled my salary from last week. I'm I'm trying to pin it myself now. Hang on. No, it's not letting me. I'm deleting it. You son of a gun. What? I don't what, get it. I always was able to do it. That's I was counting on you to do it, so I wouldn't take it away from you. So. God dang it! We better check these these things again. Okay, uh, we'll check them afterwards because I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. yeah. And all right, so let's get to our caller real quick before we get into all that stuff. Let's see who we got. Oh, who Jamie said there's the an phone? echo. Heather Hello, you an stud echo. muffin and beautiful woman. It is your favorite network nerd from Paranormal Inc., it's Dave Seiler. Hello. David. We have an echo? Dave. Yeah, they said hi, that hi, there's hi. an echo. Hmm. Hi. First of all, many thanks for the shout out. We guys love you. You know that. Um, I need to start with an apologize to your metal channel. I goofed last night, and apparently I posted where I wasn't supposed to, not knowing. I'm sorry. So, anyhow. So, um, oh, but, uh, you guys want ghost stories. I've got one that you guys are going to love. Um, okay. So, um, we actually, Ernie and I had a private investigation. I'm not going to say where, but um, 
there the the husband contacted us and basically they started having a lot of weird activity suddenly and they weren't sure what was going on their kids were being terrified by this i uh, wouldn't sleep in their own beds would kind of climb into mom and dad's bed every night wouldn't sleep in their own room um so we come in first thing we did was ask them to have somebody come pick up the kids because they don't need to see everything that's going on we need to determine what's going on so we're investigating the house and we are definitely getting activity we we are getting voices we are getting things moving on us we are just having a lot of weirdness in the house um ernie pops off a picture and the picture he got had this like reflective refractive kind of face in it and it looked like a guy on a motorcycle uh you can see the bandana on him you can see like the rough beard on him almost like a a biker jacket really really weird picture and the lady's like that looks like nah and she pulls out another picture that she'd taken in her front window put them side by side and it looks like the same guy in the window and she goes that really looks like my uncle Abe." and i'm like well when did your Uncle Eddie die? And she's like, he's still alive. And I'm like, are you sure? What? So she goes, hold on. So she goes, walking over to the phone. She calls up, and you hear her going, yeah, is Eddie there? He what? When? What? Why didn't somebody call me? So apparently, about six weeks prior, he was in a cycle accident and passed away. Oh, my God, I just got goosebumps all over my body. So we started talking to what we thought was Uncle Eddie, and we Mm -hmm. actually had a spirit box up and yes, no lights, and we were getting direct answers. Uh, Is this Eddie so-and-so? Yes. Are you trying to scare the family? No. Are you trying to send them a message? Yes. So we kind of walked through it, and he was just trying to let her know that he died. Aww. Because she didn't and know. She had no clue. And then after that, we contacted her about two, three weeks later, and all of it had stopped. The kids were able to sleep wow. in their beds again. Yeah. That's amazing. So that, what a good story. That felt really good. So. Yeah, it's it's great when you can get the information. You do your um, you do your investigation. You know. And then you find out during it, you know, that somebody passed away. That's crazy. Yeah, that that was insane. And and if you guys want one more, if you have a minute, I'll give you one other sure. really good one. Uh, we had a guy contact us through a mutual friend who um, he was swearing he had a demon in his house. We, you know, Ernie and I kind of like, okay, let's call this guy up. We, we finally got, you know, a live one. We called him up, and you could hear in this guy's voice, this guy was terrified. So oh, gosh. So he starts telling us that he has um, scratches, three scratches on a mirror. He's telling us about these footprints that climb up a wall. He's telling us about a door that was torn open and ransacked his room. He's telling us about holy water that turned black, uh, about uh, USB cables that fried and just burned. And so he's sending us pictures of all these. And, you know, Ernie, you know, you know what Ernie does for a living. You know what I do for, used to do for a living. So we started handling it as, you know, an investigation from a, a law side. We, we were looking into this. 
So if you look at the, the, the water, the one key thing is you can see what looks like black dribble marks down off the lid. So that, well, that kind of keyed us on. Then we look at the scratches, and we're like, they don't quite look right. So we're thinking this guy's kind of setting us up. So, but we're gonna, still going to come because he really sounds terrified. So when we right. get there, we start asking questions like, when did it start? He goes, well, I got this new roommate. I'm like, is the roommate here? Well, no, she was supposed to be, but she didn't want to show up when she heard you guys were coming. Well, I go, really? <laughs> tell us a little bit about the roommate. Well, apparently she's supposedly a witch, no biggie. Um, supposedly she's had something. She was cursed because of something she did, and apparently something's following her around cursed. We're like, okay, not a problem. So we started investigating the house with the owner of the house and a couple of the other roommates that are in the house. And we are really getting voices. We're getting Spirit Box talking to us. We came up with a name, and when we heard the name, the guy, his mouth hit the ground. He's like, wait a minute. He jumps up like his tail's on fire. He comes back, and he shows us this property deed. Apparently, the previous owner's name was on the deed, and that's the name we got. So we started addressing directly, why are you trying to scare him? And we're getting, not me. Okay, if it's not you, who is it? Roommate. What's wrong with a roommate? Beware. So as we're going through this, we start talking about it a little bit more. We kind of started looking at the actual evidence that he gave us. I actually took the holy water, and after our investigation, I didn't really make an assumption at that point. I took the holy water, took the cable, took the evidence he gave me. I sent it out to uh, the holy water out to a friend of mine at Ecolab. It was actually real holy water with Clairol dye number seven in it. It's Wait, hair dye. What? It's it was hair dye, black hair dye. Now we ended up meeting the roommate in question just before we left. She was this very goth young lady, black hair, black nails, black clothing, black eyeliner, black lipstick. But when she walked up, she had this, like, just that super nasty vibe about her. Like, she don't want us here. So we actually had the, the, the water analyzed. It was black hair dye in holy water. So I mm. came back to the client and reported what I had found. Um, and he actually says, oh, I, got, I forgot to tell you, all, all of it stopped. I'm like, everything stopped? He's like, yeah, everything stopped. I said, well, what happened? He goes, I kicked her out. <laughs> so oh, he God. actually found an entity there who was trying to protect him from this girl. Apparently she wanted, was trying to move her boyfriend in on him and wanted him out, even though he was the owner. Oh, what? <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so. Yeah, you 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 think it's a demon, and it's, it, yeah, there was a demon there, but it was it was still human. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> so, lots of fun stuff. So, all right, guys. Well, I will get out of your way and let you have other people have a shot at it. Um, and uh, I love you guys. Thank you for the shout out, and uh, we're gonna have you guys on our show as well. Awesome. We love you too, Dave. We'll right, talk big to you hug. I love whatever you did with your hair. It's like really, really shiny. I love whatever you've done with your hair, girl. Aw, thank you. I don't know what I did. I just washed it. <laughs> yeah, well, you can tell there's like life in it, real. I mean, like bouncy life in it. And Ted, you're always a stud uh, muffin. You know that. <laughs> thank you. Uh, did you hear me? You're a stud uh, muffin, Teddy. You're on the delay. 
Right. I'm always delayed, so don't feel bad. You're always done, done with it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's trying to fix the echo that we have. Oh, yeah. I it, it's not there's not a real echo. It's just me. I just like repeating. Just like repeating. Just like repeating. <laughs> I just like repeating. I just like repeating. <laughs> it's hysterical. Uh, it's all fixed now, though. I think. Oh, good. Um, I do, believe. You, do you guys I, have any big, more echoes? So. Okay, okay, so thanks, nope. David. No more echoes. Okay, we, we will see you guys at the bash. Looking forward to seeing you there. I know. I'm so excited. Aw, hi, Rebecca Bruno. Rebecca. Little Becca. Hi, hi Rebecca Bruno. <laughs> hi, Karen. Hi, Helen. Hi, Kristen. Oh, yeah, Jamie said no more echo. Oh. Awesome. I got to I, I, I couldn't get my, um. They said it's gone. You guys, it's all gone. Okay, I'm going to clear the line. I'm going to go away. I love you guys. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Okay. All right, I just took David off. Okay, thank you. Okay. So right. call us and tell us your your ghost, ghost stories, stories so, oh, yeah. our friends. So, oh, hi, Nikki. So 642 or 323-642-1102. <laughs> you're missing a button. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but you guys. So you should be able to see it pinned on the bottom of Paratalk Radio. Yep. And then I have to see if I can get that pinned over on the other ones. But we really want to hear your ghost stories, yes. guys. That's what this is all Come about. On. It's you guys, uh, interactive. We need you guys to call. <laughs> Um, why don't we go over to Kevin because Kevin's Kevin. got a ghost story. So why don't we go with Kevin until we get a caller? So sounds great. Sounds okay, great. So. Well, uh, one of the things I had found, I bought a house that had been abandoned for about seven years prior to my purchase, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. found out later that both the homeowners who had built the house had died in the house. Oh, it was nothing tragic, nothing uncommon, and. Over a period of the first year or so I lived in the house, I found many things. I noticed many different things, heard a couple voices, heard a couple names, mainly mine being called. <laughs> Something followed by going to kill you. No, no, no. Oh, they were all, all, very, oh, no. all very innocent. Um, but that's something that you just think maybe it's just me. Um, other people had talked about, you know, hearing different things, but nothing serious. My roommate at the time had uh, said he felt a hand on his shoulder, but couldn't prove anything, couldn't say anything more than that. But I had a party, and after the party, I had a bunch of friends who were staying over in various locations throughout the house. And one was sleeping in the upstairs, which is a Cape Cod, so there's the angled walls. And we had a mattress. He threw it on the floor, pushed it into the corner. And the following morning, he said to me, he goes, what were you doing standing over my bed last night at my head? And I said, huh? No idea what he was talking about. But he looked at the mattress, looked at the wall, looked at the ceiling, the way it comes down to only about three foot tall there, and realized there was no way someone could have been standing unless they were floating or hovering above him. (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. He swore he saw it. He said it was just standing there looking. And I said, oh, yeah, that's the uh, former owner. We've heard of them and we've seen him many times, Never, uh, never directly in front. But it just uh, confirmed for me that there is something there, yeah. something watching over. Um, since renovating the house and I think 
both him and his wife, who we'd seen and heard, have uh, moved on. And we're Aww. pretty sure the house feels very calm and very comfortable now. Ah, so they just wanted to make sure you were going to take care of their house. They, yeah. I think that was it. And I think they were a little confused, maybe going, why is there someone in our house? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, blood, sweat, and tears built that house. And uh, yeah, they didn't want to leave it right away. Ah, I love that. Yeah. I did a, I did a um past life regression on my one my bestie, my girlfriend Val, who lives in Arizona. And um after she died one of her lifetimes, she was a man and she just stayed in her garden for like ever afterwards. <laughs> like really? she yeah, she <laughs> literally just hung out in her garden for like Oh my gosh, it was it could have been 50 years. I mean, it well, was a very I'm, very long time. I'm glad that's Arizona because it would have been cold up here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know she where it was. Her little took a shot. <laughs> it was it was um I don't remember where it was to be honest, but it it wasn't Arizona. I'm sure that no. it wasn't Arizona. It was her happy place. It was uh, where it she really enjoyed was. where she melt, felt most comfortable. Yeah, she just mm. stayed in that in that garden and was there for a very long time. Yeah, it was awesome. So maybe they did do that. You never know. You it's, never uh, know. Still, still visit them occasionally. Yeah. Ted, where's your happy place? Do you have a happy place, Teddy? Uh, Hi, Elise. Hi, have, Anna. I think I have a lot of happy places, but yeah. I'm going to tell my ghost story now since nobody's calling in here. Come on, guys. We need okay. you to call in. Call in. Um, we want to hear your ghost story. So. This was probably 1984, 85. Okay. Um, yeah, it had to be 85. A friend of mine and I were walking. We have a lot of old train beds out there in the country where I live. And right, we're right, right. walking down the train bed, and uh, I saw a pair of red eyes, and I'm like, <laughs> red eyes? I'm like, that's kind of weird. And they weren't that close together. They were kind of like, you know, Based apart. Out. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, well, if that's like an animal, they have to have a big head because of the space from, because that's the way I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, got to be a pretty good sized head. I'm from the country. I mean, it's I know, a big the, head. Right. I know the majority <laughs> of the animals out there. And I didn't know if, if bears actually had red eye shine. Oh, okay. Because we do have black bear out there. Oh, so, Jesus. you know, I didn't, you know, I don't know. I saw, I. Oh, it's never like I experimented with a bear, you know, said, hey, Barry, come on over. Let me check your eyes, you know. Well, he yeah, does no, like so. a bear. Ha, ha, ha. So, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it, anyways, we're going, and the eyes disappeared, and we're walking down there, and we're just talking. Mm-hmm. And, and this, your buddy was with you. Yeah, and we're just okay. walking and talking. Now, it's probably 8 o'clock at night, so it's starting to get dark, right. you know, so the eyes just shined. And I really couldn't see because they were in the, the woods, you know, so you couldn't see what it actually was and no it wasn't bigfoot guys um (laughs) so i'm like okay well never mind whatever so we start walking to where we saw this thing we're gonna go buy it gosh so you know how you get hesitant about okay i saw something and now i've got to walk by it i'm like okay well you know i was i wouldn't be doing that i think i was like 16 or something I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I know. I, back then, you're kind of like, yeah, well, let me move over on the other side and then push my friend to that side, and I get on the other side of him. So if somebody's going to get eight, it's going to be him first, not me. It's going to give me time to run away. 84, I was 13. Wow, you were a youngin'. So you had to be older than that. Yeah. So Maybe 18. Yeah, somewhere in there. 
And so we get going down and nothing happened. But once we got to the end, we had to turn and walk all the way back. Oh, By this time, it's pitch shoot. black. No, no. You can't see anything. And, of course, we didn't have cell phones with flashlights no, on. No, we sure didn't. <laughs> we didn't have any <laughs> such devices, young kids out we there. We had little tiny flat. Well, actually, they were you big have, flashlights. Yeah, they have real handheld. They all had, yeah, and they all had, like, those big D batteries oh, gosh, in them or whatever, yes, you know. Exactly. So, like, and they took, like, 20. <laughs> okay, caller, hold on. Hold on, caller. I'm going to finish okay. my story, and then we'll get to you. So just hold on a second. Um, so okay. we're like, okay, so I'm walking back, and I'm like, this is the spot. I know it's the spot. And we go by. I didn't see anything, but I heard, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I, oh, sorry. And I took off running. Um, I'm like, you and, you know, I, I was skinny back then, so this fat boy could, you know, sprint, you know, so – my bunny's running with us, and we're just imagining what is behind us. Neither one of us had the ball to turn around and look. We didn't. No. We just kept running. No, because I would imagine and a horror movie where you yeah, fall, so and we, you're the first we one We get in the car, and we drive killed. away. So I figured, all right, so later on, I went back, like, to the next day. I went to see if anybody had stories about the track bed. Here's the story. We can hear you all the way over here, Kev. Or is it coming through there? That's uh, That sounds like the caller. Oh, oh so okay. Well, caller, anyways. Caller, can you just mute your... No, just hang Facebook? on a second. I'm almost done. Anyway, so <laughs> I do the research. Mm-hmm. It's an old track bed, and it, actually before it was a track bed, it was a walk for the old Indians where they used to walk to their death, like walk in to like from north to south in New York. Aww. Animals were buried there with them. What? And all different types of animals if they had pet dogs and stuff like pet that. Pet panthers? Well, no, not panthers, <laughs> but I don't know what it was. So I thought that was kind of interesting that, that interesting. it was, if we saw anything and wasn't really there, then maybe there was a connection. But, you know, I was young and we didn't know, but hell, at that age, you're just gone. You know, you Whoa. didn't even care. So. Oh, geez, no. Yeah, so I just thought <laughs> I would have been so scared, like, to run that it would chase me and make me fall. Yeah, and no, I just thought it was cool me. that it was... You know, way back when that I remembered the story to tell you the truth, but that's amazing. You know, good job, Teddy. Thanks. Yeah, (laughs) Alzheimer's hasn't kicked in yet. Not quite yet. All right, so caller, who we got on the phone? Kathy DeGraw, how y'all doing? Kathy, how are you? How are you? Hi, Sheila. I'm doing really good, really good. Okay, so what's your ghost story? What's your ghost story? Oh, okay. I was I was hoping that your guest would be on tonight to kind of give me some kind of feedback on this particular one. It would have been right up his alley, but that's okay. No big deal. Okay, so many, many, many years ago, at least that's how it feels to me, uh, my then-husband had come to me with a situation. He met a young couple. They were having issues at a church of all places. And he was explaining to me about some of the things that they were having issues with. Well, being how he opened up with it's a church setting, I was kind of skeptical right off the bat because churches, as far as I was concerned, wasn't supposed to have problems. So I said, all right, I want to meet this couple, da-da-da-da-da. We go, we sit with them for a while, we meet them, 
Now, they seemed very sincere in what they were sharing with me. They claimed that they were hearing voices. They claimed they were hearing talking. They claimed they were hearing doors slamming, uh, people running through the building at various different times. Now, this young couple had been hired part-time to come in and help clean up Mm. uh, during the week, like little stuff, you know. So the first thing I asked them was, when you're there on site, are there any other people in the building? And they said, no, at the times we go in, everybody has left for the day. And I'm like, are you sure? Because, you know, (laughs) if we're talking a big, huge building, you never know for sure. Right. Right. And it's a big big Catholic church, okay? And I said, because of the size, it's very possible somebody could be in there and you not even know it. And they said, no, everybody's usually gone by the time they get there. And I said, all right, well... Considering what I am and considering it's a church, I would feel kind of strange going in there to begin with. You know, I don't want to be, you know, be put in a position to have a problem with the head minister or anything like that. You know what I mean? And they said that they would take care of it, that they would explain I was a friend and all this and leave it at that. Okay, wait. You said said, you were. Okay, fine. Kathy, you said you were because of what you are. So what are you? Because I think we probably have people asking what you are. Okay. Um, I've been a pagan almost 20 years. Uh, The shortest definition I can give of that is someone who does not follow mainstream religion. And I will even say... I also practice witchcraft. Perfect. Okay. I also practice witchcraft. Yep, yep, that's fine. Okay. So, a lot of people, a lot of people don't think the two mix. A lot of people think they, that it does. It doesn't matter yeah. to me either way. I I love what I do. I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the path that I'm on, and that's what matters to me as far as my personal feeling is. You know. Right. So anyway. Huh? Hell to the yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, we went ahead. We went over to their house the the day in question that I was supposed to do a walkthrough. And um, we sat with them for a few minutes, and then we went on over to the church. And just as I suspected, it's a huge church. I looked in the parking lot for cars. That was my first thing, just Mm -hmm. in case there were people still on the premises when we go in. Right. There was no cars in the parking lot. So I said, okay, cool, nobody's here. So we go in through the front of the church, and like three steps in off to the left, there there was an office. And I happened to notice the door was open on it. So I thought about it a minute. I walked over because I was going to be like, just introduce myself, you know, but keep it simple. There was nobody in the office. Mm. And it was a small office. And so I turned around and walked back to where I started at. 
And as I went to take another step, I heard a noise to my left where the office was. I turned around and looked, and I kid you not, there was three ministers in there, and they were talking amongst themselves. Now, mind you, I had just come in the building. I had already looked inside the office. There was not a soul in there. I come back out, and boom, there's three ministers in there. Now, when I looked in the office, I didn't see another door, like a, an escape door, I would call it. You know what I mean? Where they would, could slip in and out quietly without nobody knowing. Um, I didn't see any other doors in the room. So it wasn't like it was coming from that. So I stood there a minute, and I went to introduce myself. And all of a sudden, one of them looked at me and said, you don't belong here, and slammed the door. Oh, shoot. I went right back outside. (laughs) I went right back outside. I was losing it. And I just stood there a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. There was nobody in that room. And then all of a sudden there was three men in there. How is that possible? There is no Mm -hmm. other door in that room. So I said, knock it off, Kathy. You're letting your imagination run wild. Get back in there. (laughs) Right. Imagination, my eye. (laughs) So I go back in, meet up with the young couple and my then husband. And we start walking. And... The young woman, she was telling me which direction she goes in when she goes to clean. She points in the direction of where her mate goes when he goes to clean. So her and I went the direction she took. My then-husband and her mate took their direction. So we're walking down the hall, and naturally I do hear echoing. I do hear noises, but I wasn't sure if we were creating them or if they were coming from outside. You know, I wasn't really sure, so I kept my ears open. We got halfway down the hallway of where we were headed, and a very cold, I don't know, wind, breeze, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) come whipping by both of us. And I stopped, and she stopped, and she's looking at me, and I said, did you feel that? And she goes, oh, I get that all the time. I said, oh, okay, so we kept walking. So she stopped at one point and said, I have to go over here to this section. She goes, if you want to keep looking, go ahead. I'll be right here. She goes, I'll be able to hear you if you call. Mm -hmm. I said, all right, thank you. As I kept walking, I walked towards gymnasium area of the church, which would be clear in the back. So I get back there. The door is open. I go through it. I look around, and as far as I could tell, there was nobody in there. So I said, oh, okay. I took a couple more steps, and the door slams shut. I kid you not. Oh, my God. Now I'm thinking, okay, maybe I bumped the door, and I accidentally <laughs> loosened something, and it slammed shut. You know, it's possible, you know. So I just stood there a minute and waited, and I said, okay. I stood there a minute, and I could hear what I thought were children playing. So immediately I look around again. I don't see a soul in the room. That's a pretty good-sized room. It's a gymnasium. (laughs) So I'm sitting there, and I'm going, okay. 
and I see a set of steps that lead up to, like, I don't know what it was called, maybe like a loft area, I don't know. So I was going to walk up those steps, and as I was headed to the steps, I heard a noise behind me, and I thought, oh, she came through the door, the lady that I was with. And I turned around to ask her what was upstairs. Nobody's there. Door's still closed. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. Hmm. (laughs) So I go halfway up the steps, and as I get to the halfway mark, every door that was upstairs that was open slammed shut. Okay? I mean, just boom, one after the other. There was like six doors. Right. And I stopped, and I'm thinking, uh-oh, I've disturbed some people. I've disturbed maybe a class. I've disturbed a meeting, maybe. That's not my intent. So I was actually waiting for somebody to come down the steps to ask why I was there. And I waited. Nobody showed up. Mm. And I said, hmm, interesting. I said, look, I'm only here as a friend to the people that clean here. I'm not here to do harm. I'm not here to interrupt anything. Please accept my apologies if I've interrupted anything. And I turned around and came back down the steps. Now, as I was headed back to the doors that I'd just come through, I heard uh, like a sigh or like a hump. And I turned back around thinking there was somebody there. There wasn't. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This is a church for crying out loud. This should not be happening. So I reached for the door to leave. The door would not open. And I'm thinking, oh, it has a lock mechanism. Great. Now I'm stuck here. I hope they can hear me pound on the friggin' doors. So I started hitting the door. Well, about that time, the door opened on its own. I kid you not. And I was like, okay, whatever you are, I am not here to do harm. I am not here to do any wrongdoing. I'm just Mm. here. And I went through the door, and I shut it, and that was it. Mm. The girl was coming down the hallway. I met her. I said, was you in the gymnasium part or the whatever it's called? She said, no, I was back there where I left you. And I said, well, there was some activity back here. And she said, I kind of figured as much. And I said, well, what do you think the activity was? And she said, it could be anything from doors slamming to kids playing to, you know, she named off various things. And I said, okay, and I let it go. I didn't say nothing. So we go back and meet the guys back towards the front part of the building. And my then husband grabbed a hold of me and pulled me to the side. And he says, I don't want to be here no more. I said, why not? What's wrong? What happened? He goes, trust me when I tell you I don't want to be here anymore. He said, I don't feel welcome here. I want to get out of here. And I said, dude, we're almost done. Just calm down. 
I said, just calm down. As soon as I finish this room, we're out of here. And he goes, well, hurry up. He said, because I don't want to be here. And that's unusual for him because he was always one of these ones, go in, kick the door down, here I am, deal with it type of guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so for him to feel fearful or anything like that, that was kind of weird. So I go into the sanctuary part. Now, this is where it gets very strange. Um, I go into the sanctuary part, and I start walking up the middle section. And the front part of the sanctuary where the priests would stand to do their services or whatever they do, that area was very, very, uh, how do I describe it? dark feeling, okay? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand why. And I went up towards that, uh, you know that table-like thing that they have up there? Like the altar? I guess yeah. that's what you would call it. I don't know. Um, I was looking at it, and I said, there's something wrong with that table. And I just stood there a minute and tried to figure out what it was. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Now, this is a building I've never been in before in my life. Don't know one thing about the history of it. Don't know who even operates it. I just know it's a Catholic church. And the big church in Italy is the overseer of all the Catholic churches. That's all I know. Okay? So I put my hand on the side of the altar. And what happened was I dropped to my knees and started falling uncontrollably. And I said, I gotta make this stop. This is this is wrong. I've gotta make it stop. When I was trying to get up, I began hearing children crying and various other things. All of a sudden I felt somebody grab a hold of me and pull me back. When I looked, it was my then husband. He goes, I got to get you out of here. Come on. So he got me out of the building. He sat me down. He gave me my cigarettes. He said, have a cigarette or two. I'm going to get you a drink of water. I'll be right back. So I'm sitting there. I'm shaking like a leaf. I don't know what just happened, but I know it happened. And I just, you know, and from that time on, I could not understand why these things were happening inside of a church building of all things. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Catholic or not, these things were happening in a church building. So after everything was said and done, I talked to the young couple. I explained to them that they would need to talk to the minister there and have somebody higher up come in and do a complete house cleansing of the church in order to get rid of whatever might be lingering in there. And she said, we'll talk to him when he comes back from wherever he went. Apparently, he was out of town for a week. So I said, good. Let me know how it goes. A couple of weeks go by, and I was thinking about it. And I asked my then husband, I said, have you seen the young couple lately? And he said, no. He said, I was just going to ask you if they had called. And I said, no, they haven't. So one day I took the car, drove out to their house. 
their house was completely empty. What? Completely empty. No sign of them, no sign of their daughter, no sign that they had even been inside that house. The house was locked up tighter than a drum. I was flipping out. I'm going, I know I have the right house. There's the church, because the house was next to the church. Apparently, the church holds the deed to the house. So, I go over to the church, and I tell myself, now behave, be respectful, but speak to the minister in church, and maybe share what you have witnessed inside this building, and hopefully he has an open mind. So as I started up the steps to to go in, he was coming out. We kind of startled each other. And he was like, oh, hello, young lady. He said, can I help you? And I said, yes, sir. I says, you know, and I introduced myself, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I said, where is the young couple that were staying in the house over there? Do you even know anything about them? And he looked at me real strange. He goes, what couple? And I said, there was a young couple over there. They have an eight, nine-year-old little girl. I said, she has long blonde hair. The mother has straight, dirty dish blonde hair. The father has curly brown hair. And I said, these are their names. And I gave them their names. And he stood there a minute, and he's just looking at me really weird. And he goes, young lady, I hope this is not a joke. I said, no, sir, it's not. He goes, this is how I found out the church holds the deed to the house. He says to me, he said, nobody's been in that house for five years. He said, the church holds the deed for that house. He said, nobody's been there for five years. And my jaw dropped. And I just looked at him. I said, sir, I am not kidding you. I am not playing a joke on you. This is what I know. And he sat down with me, and we talked further. I explained everything that happened. He was like, hmm, interesting. And I said, so I take it you've had some experiences as well. He goes, well, a couple of nuns and I have heard things, but we just let it go. And I says, well, now you have verification. I said, my advice to you, is to bring somebody in higher up to do a complete cleansing of your building to get rid of whatever might be in there. I said, that is my strong advice to you. And he goes, point taken. And then we talked a little bit more, and then that was it. I left. I was shaking so bad when I got back home, Hmm. partly out of fear, partly out of... Who was I dealing with? Was a cool young story. Couple. Who were they? Where did they come from? Did you Where ever look? Did they go? Did you ever check and see of who, like the recent, like who was the recent family right. that lived in the house, or talk to somebody else from the church of? If who anything might have had happened to them, or yeah, anything. I mean that's what I would have done is research, yeah, gone back. I, yeah. I never went back. I was afraid. I mean, the mm-hmm. minister was pretty cool. I mean, he was open-minded about maybe even being there in the first place. And then to hear this crazy story from a total stranger, 
I mean, you know, he was pretty cool about the whole thing. Right. But when he said that there was nobody in that house for five years, I mean, that blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it totally story. blew my mind. Hmm. Well, Kathy, thank you for sharing that. Thank with you, Kathy. Thank you. So I have to tell you that I actually, so you you were talking about this, and I had the, my stomach was hurting so bad while you were talking about it. I, I was like, okay. I'm I, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> so I'm right there with you. I was actually picking up on some not good stuff. So right. just so you're validated that way right. too. Cool. All yeah. right, Kathy. Well, awesome. thank you. Because I was sharing your story. That was awesome. Oh, I got a whole bunch of them, but I'll save them for another time. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, All right, thank, thank you again for calling in. I appreciate it. Yep, not a Thanks. problem. All right. Bye bye. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to... Thank you. What were you going to say, Cindy? All right, bye-bye. Bye, Bye. take care, Kathy. I was just going to say that. I'm going to say hi to Marcus, to Anita. Um, Oh, I forgot to ask her, Lynn. She wanted to know, maybe Lynn uh, had a question. Uh, Was the church on the Underground Railroad by any chance? For Kathy? For Kathy, and I forgot to ask that. So, Kathy, maybe you can answer that in here. Hi, Chanel. Hi, Barbara. Yeah, five-year vacant house would give shivers to anyone. Hi, Doreen. And also... Uh, uh, Maria Geister from the World's Largest Ghost Hunt is over on the other one. Tyler, of course, is still there. Um, And then there was... um, Emma was on one of them I saw. Emma who? Uh, Emma Harris. She was on one of those. So it won't let me go back as far as it was. But we're actually going to take a quick commercial. Mr. Kevin's going to do the duty for us. Do the uh, duty. Do the duty, and we'll be right back. (laughs) Oh, no. No. Are you looking for one-of-a-kind handmade jewelry? G by the Sea is an online store that offers handmade sea glass jewelry. Each piece has been hand-selected off the beaches of Galveston, Texas, and the shape has not been manipulated. Visit us at gbythesea.com for unique and handmade jewelry or email jewelry at gbythesea.com. It's not only a piece of jewelry, it's a piece of history. Do you think you've heard enough? Well, you haven't. So stay tuned for Squatch Zone Radio, hosted by Daniel Benoit on WLFE-DB Radio. We're out to make a difference. Paranormal Bully Busters is a coordinated effort of paranormal research teams and community members helping spread awareness of the national Stomp Out Bullying Campaign. Bullying affects every age group, especially our children and our elderly population. Using our team and individual platforms, Paranormal Bully Busters is determined to continue shining a light on what can be a very dark subject and regularly sharing and promoting the resources available for those in need of help. Please think about contributing to Stomp Out Bullying in whatever manner you can. Please be an upstander, not a bystander. Won't you join us in making a positive difference in a bullying situation today? Visit us at stompoutbullying.org. All right, so we're back. Thank you, Kevin, for... I'm licking my caramel off. Yeah, I see that. She's got chocolate over here. 
Okay, so um, thank you again for the first couple stories that we got, a few stories. Um, do you want to eat your chocolate first? You can <laughs> tell your story. Oh, yeah, go the, ahead. So um, I, one of the reasons I brought this book that I was showing you guys in the beginning was uh, The Terrible Tales, is, believe it or not, uh, the, the group, Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators, is doing some investigating on some of these stories. And it just so happens that one of the things that interests me about this book is that I live in a little hamlet, I guess what you would call it. It's right. called Ash and Tea. There's several stories about Ash and Tea in this book. So I wanted to find out about where I live and what ghost stories. And actually, there's several. So while we're waiting for somebody to call in, Emma, you didn't do anything. Ha, ha, ha. I was just saying hello and that we do shout outs for y'all. That's all. So, um, this is really good, by the way. Oh, no, thanks. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I'm sorry, anyway, lovey. Whatever. You could break me off a little it. piece. All right. A little tiny piece. She'll, she'll break better. it off. Break it off with her teeth. Spit it back out. Mm. It's better for him anyway because it's dark chocolate. Yes. Dark chocolate is good for diabetics. That yeah. is true. I got him a diet soda. The part that mm-hmm. does, that's not good, though, is the caramel inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Oh, Emma's like, oh, hey. <laughs> so this is Giardelli sea salt caramel. Oh, dark chocolate. Good. There you go. Now, is that like safety coated sugar for him? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are terrible. Yes, it was. <laughs> hey, Emma, Emma and Tyler, we got to get you guys to actually come to the studio and actually come in and join us. These guys are locals, so these guys oh, can they? actually drive up and hang out with us some Monday night. Mm-hmm. Be cool. All right, so I want to read this story real quick. Um, we know how I am with stories, though. Um, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, uh, that, Ted, that's just reading and putting all the letters together oh, and making words. Thanks, yeah, Kev. Anyways. You know, love you, too. <laughs> all right. So um, I'm going to try and read this for you without making a lot of mistakes. But you guys, please call in with your ghost stories. I know you have them. Oh, look at all the chocolate you got over there, but you couldn't share? No, I didn't. I didn't want to share because you're okay. diabetic. I don't care. I've been doing good. Anyways, doesn't matter. You could share. Oh, here's a dark chocolate for you. Okay, perfect. All right, so I, as I was saying, I live in a small little hamlet called Ash and Tea. So if you want to look it up, you can figure out Kevin, where I live. Want one? Kevin doesn't want any chocolate? Okay, so the title of this story, it was, it's called Ash and Tea, Unexplainable Ghost. It was uh, told by Martha Wadsworth. And if you know anything about the area down where I live, the Wadsworths were the biggest names down in that area. They oh. bought up a lot of the property and, and all that stuff. So they were, they were big. So it says uh, Herbert and Martha Blow Wadsworth. So that must be like uh, her maiden name. Um, may not lie at rest. This is the resident... They resided at Ashen Tea and Avon in a great house, a mysterious home that grew wow, that grew out of the woods, looking like a giant mushroom. <laughs> that's okay. fun. That's kind of a weird house. Okay. Um, it says, uh, Herbert built the house before he was married and named it a shanty. Okay. So that's probably where, Ash- get it? Ashen oh. Tea came from? Ashanti? Anyways. That's funny. So what yeah, year says, was this? Does it say? Um, not yet. It doesn't say. I don't see any dates. Okay. Uh, but it had to be a long time ago. But um, hey, Tammy Beth. It says uh, where where did I, okay. It says so when uh, Martha Blow married him, however, um, and moved into the house, she added rooms and I can't even tell you what that word is. I can't say is it. Oh, porches. Until it became a grand house. Mm. Um, the pronun- 
pronunciation changed locally to Ashanti instead of Ashanti. So um, while the family continued, oh, the family continued to call it Shanty. Now the reason I'm pausing is if you guys can see, the inside it's, it's, is blurry and really dark, blurry, so yeah. that's why it's I'm having a hard time with it. But oh man, my candy melted. I'm sorry. That's so, so depressing. Uh, Martha Blow, a remarkable woman in many ways, was a gifted horsewoman, once riding 214 miles in one day because officers of the U.S. Cavalry explained when President Teddy Roosevelt required them to ride 40 miles, she went. She was an artist, a musician, and a horse rider and a hostess, but I don't know what she was a hostess of. (laughs) Why is OBS disconnecting and reconnecting? Jeez. I don't know, but I'm confused. It's reconnection successful, so it's going back. I don't know why it's disconnecting. There's something going on with that. We have to figure that out. Yep. So it says once when her horse was beaten in the breeder show, she marched into the show ring, snatched the blue ribbon from the winner, and pinned it on her own entry, and she kept it. She was not a popular woman. When I lived in Ashanti, I could sit at night at Martha's desk for only so long before. So this must have been whoever was there was at Martha's desk, I guess. It, it doesn't tell that. I don't know. That just doesn't go with the story. <laughs> uh, Martha's desk for only so long before I heard tapping. It began at the window and went into the next room. Sometimes I felt brave. I would go closer to see what was causing the noise, but there was nothing. There was never anything there. Most often, I just went upstairs. One particular night, I was sitting in the kitchen reading when my husband came in to say he had heard horses out in the driveway. What? Thinking our horses had gotten out, we went quickly to the barn, got halters, leads, and grain, and went up to the pasture. The gate was closed, and there were, under a bright full moon, were all of our white ponies peacefully eating the hay. My husband, an engineer and realist, said the sounds he had heard must have come from across the valley due to odd wind currents. <laughs> but about 20 minutes later, we both heard the clip-clop of a trotting horse going down the front drive. Okay. Pretty interesting, huh? Yeah, I remember, I remember doing... Um, an investigation and uh it was it was an old house it was in rochester we're just doing like the halloween thing right for near mount hope they do Mm -hmm. cemetery like around the area and one of the houses i literally was there and i could hear the horses outside in on the on the road and i'm like there were horses here and they're like, well, yeah, back wait a while ago, long time ago, there was like eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah, early nineteen hundreds. And and I said, well, there's something else that's weird. I said this house isn't how it's supposed to be. And they said that's absolutely right. The the street actually didn't go this way, and it used to face the house, the the street, and the street was they had moved the street. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was really crazy. Um, so do you want me to tell you one of my ghost stories? Sure. Now that I don't have chocolate all over my fingers because I licked it off, I feel. I, I think, anyway. They're still sticky. I can feel it. And I'm a crazy when it comes to stuff being on my fingers. Okay, so 
which one do I want to tell you guys? Um, I was going to tell you a specific one. Oh, I'll tell you this one. This is a good one. So the house that I live now, we've been there for nine years. Okay. And, you know, within the first several months of us living there, you know, I knew that, that I knew it was there for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, and it just, obviously for obviously reasons, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a psychic medium. <laughs> for those that don't, don't know. For those that don't know. <laughs> Hi, Eric Harrison. Um, yeah. So now it's like three o'clock in the morning because sometimes I wake up and I have to pee. Mm-hmm. So I get up and I go to the bathroom. Now, mind you, we've only been here a few months. Go to the bathroom. Girls have to sit, people, just so you know. I sit, and the door is over here, but the tub is here, right? So I sit down, and I just look forward at the wall. But in my peripheral vision, my peripheral vision, I literally see, because I'm, I was terrified. Right. I had my, um, normally I don't have my curtain all the way over. Okay. For reasons such as this, mm-hmm. but that my ter- my brother terrified me when I was younger. Okay. So out of my peripheral vision, I literally see like an indent form <laughs> and it just sits there and it's the shape of a butt. Okay. <laughs> literally. The shape of a butt. So I'm like, uh, okay. And then I see when she stands up, it still has the impression. So she shakes it out. So the impression isn't there. I said, okay, you can't do this to me at 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And I proceeded to wipe very quickly and get back to my bedroom. (laughs) I know it was the old woman that was there, but it just freaked me out. Like, why do you have to stay here with me while I pee? Right, right, right. That's crazy. Yeah, That makes you feel like, like, okay, I'm being watched here. Hello. Oh, my God. She sat with me in the middle of the night. We're hearing that there's an echo again. It, oh, it's back. Echo is back. It, as far as I can tell, it is in the web what host. Time? It is not coming from over here. Well, what's weird is um, OBS dropped. Uh, Eric said if if I had more time, he would call in. Yeah. Um, oh, they're saying it's on my mine. Yeah, that's what I was seeing over here. Um, but OBS dropped too, and we actually have on the event log saying that the. Um, excuse me, Cindy. Uh. Chanel, we would. It, I would love to hear your personal stories. Um, the what this says, Kev, real quick. It says, um, Facebook. Oh. Hi, Edna. It says check your source to Facebook. The resolution and bit rate. Um, check your video encoder logs and blah blah blah. So it looks like it might be running either too high or too low or something. So that's why it's shutting off. So there's something. Something going on. Yeah. Yep. Something going on. Oh, Eric says, LOL, it's kind of tripping me out a little. Cindy's voice echoing like that. 
Yeah, my buddy over here, Tyler, said you sound like Megatron. Yes! <laughs> I've never sounded so manly. <laughs> oh, who we got on the phone? Chanel? Hi, Chanel. Whatever I just said, it was English, but whatever. Kristen says, and she plays Pokemon, meaning me. Okay, so Bye. if you're listening to us, you got to turn that down, dear. Okay. Please. Um, I don't have you on the, the TV, but I have you on the phone. That's the only thing I can hear. Okay, because we heard we were hearing some background noise. Some feedback. Some feedback. Um, Robert said better? it's back to the both of ours. Yes, that's better. Is that better? Okay. Yep. Whoop. Maybe I heard you up too high. All right. So what? I. No, I can hear something different in my mic now. You can? Yeah, you can't? Mic, yeah, yeah there, it sounds weird. Yeah, there is something going on. It's weird. I can hear. I don't know what it is, There's though. There's something wrong with the connection. Maybe Spirit doesn't want me to talk. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's not you, Chanel. No, we can hear Chanel fine. Yeah, Chanel, you're Perfectly okay. Hurt. All right. So why Good. don't you tell us our tell yes, us tell, tell us, us your story. story, not our story. We know our story, but <laughs> you tell us your story. <laughs> um, when I was ten years old, I lived in a little town called Florence, Wisconsin. It's up at the top of Wisconsin, and up on a hill from my house was an old cemetery from the eighteen uh, hundreds, and there were crypts. And there were big, huge headstones that were so worn you can't, couldn't read anything, but some of them had little pictures in them. And they oh, were wow. kind of cool. And there was a big, huge mass grave in this one area from when um, one of the plagues took out most of the town. And as you guys know, I'm born on Halloween, and I like to do fun things on Halloween. So I conned all my <laughs> girlfriends into going up with me up on the hill to see the graveyard at night and we went up there and it was really a kind of a wet kind of cold day night because of the because of the time of year fall and everything but at first I thought it was just our breath that we were seeing and I was playing with that because I, I like scary I'm, it doesn't bother me and as we got closer in, there's this one large crypt. I mean, it's huge. And the the story goes there's like 12 or 15 different family members in that crypt. And on that crypt, I swear to this, on a stack of Bibles a mountain high, there were people sitting around the crypt having tea. They were – it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And it's still, I don't, I can't explain what it was. And we all looked at him. One of the girls screamed and started to run away. <laughs> and when she screamed, they looked at us. It's like they noticed that we were there. And that was it. We were all gone. I only <laughs> ran away because my friends ran. I wasn't scared. I wanted to go closer, but I ran because they ran. And I've always Absolutely. regretted that. And I never saw it again because I went back the following Halloween hoping to see it again. I thought, well, maybe it's something I can see again on my birthday. And That's I awesome. crept up there and nope, didn't see it. 
but I scared the bejesus out of me when I was 10 years old. <laughs> That's a great story, though. Yeah. Well, well, I like it. Florence is a mining town. They, they iron and stuff like that is found up there. So there's a big um, boom in up there for Belgians and Italians. So a large number of them were killed during the um, that flu epidemic that took over up there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for um, calling in and giving us your story. I really enjoyed it. I love good cemetery stories. Especially it's still one of the prettiest cemeteries if you want to see one. What's that? I said it's a really pretty cemetery if you ever want to see one. I would love to. If I'm in your neck of the woods, I definitely would do that. It's only a two-hour drive. I'll take you. <laughs> okay, perfect. We have one that I love going here. Every time my bestie comes into town, we always go to it. It's called Mount Hope Cemetery. It's a big cemetery here in Rochester. And um, we've had some I've had some crazy things happen. Like uh, there was crows. We've had a lot of crows here in Rochester. And um, everybody was trying to get rid of them. So they were trying to shoot them and stuff like that. Well, they ended up, there's a lot of them that are at the cemetery. Well, I just felt like I needed to go there. So all of a sudden, crows start calling when I come into the cemetery. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I'm like, oh. I'll just follow him. I had one of my sons with me. So I'm like, I'll just follow him. So we go out, and we're following where the crows are leading us. I kid you not, the crows led us to Susan B. Anthony's grave here in Rochester at, in Mount Hope Cemetery. It was, it was amazing. A murder of crows, huh? Yes, it was a murder of crows. It, and they literally took us to Susan B. Anthony's grave. I thought that was pretty amazing. She was pretty amazing. I wonder yes, what she's she like dead. What's that? I wonder what, who she turned into when she died. I don't know. Hi, Mama. My mom's watching now. Well, I'm so glad well, you I'll called. You guys your... Ted, you're looking very handsome, by the way. I forgot to tell you. Oh, I don't think he heard you. That's because I'm not a guy. Oh, wait, who did you say looks very handsome? Ted, right? I said Ted is looking very handsome, but he didn't hear me because I'm not a guy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear you because the headphones on. Yeah, because he's listening to to the show. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the problem is with with the show. That's what I'm trying to figure out, but. I'm sorry. It's okay. We'll it's forgive okay. you. Once. Who knows Once. what that's from? Once. You don't know what it's from? It's from a movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out our problem. Eric Eric would know. I don't know if Eric would know that one. No. Okay. Come on, Robert. Do you know? Once. My Cindy, sister. you need to send me your address because I have something I want to send to you. Uh, okay. If you um, 
If you message me on my Psychic Cindy page, I can do that, or even my Cindy Thompson page. I don't know if you're if you're on my Cindy page. I think I'm on both. Okay, yeah, just just send me a message. Okay. I'm eating too much sugar. This is ridiculous. I need to get rid of the sugar in my diet. What are you becoming a teenager again? <laughs> oh my lord, I have no idea. Probably. <laughs> I'm addicted to sugar. That's the problem, I feel. Like, I feel like that's the problem. I actually wanted vegetables before I came here, and I didn't eat them. So, uh, Eat some carrots when, when I, you get home. Yeah. So one of the things I realized about my body is that if, if I start craving chocolate, it's because I'm hungry and I've passed that point. And so Ooh. I'm past that because I just wanted vegetables. Well, if you want vegetables, carrots is a good way to go. It's candy. Right, that's true. That's absolutely true. I don't need any more sugar, though, unfortunately. (laughs) Right? For real. Ted does. Uh, He needs to be sweeter. Yeah. Robert said, then you need a sugar daddy, Cindy. Uh, mm, I'll pass. I'll pass. (laughs) I'll pass on the sugar daddy. Yeah. We, right. we already had that. I already already had that sugar daddy thing. I was going to say, weren't the sugar daddies uh, those caramel candies? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm thinking of the real sugar daddies. Oh, like, aren't we all? No, it's just not worth the headache. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the end, you might want to stab them, and that's probably not healthy. That's- Yes. <laughs> and not to not to mention you'll go to jail. I mean, oh. that's why it's not healthy. That's why it's I'll not healthy. Sugar babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, Chanel. Thank you for your ghost story. Thank you so much, Chanel. Yeah, love, I love you guys. It. Love you love too, you. honey. Have a good Nope. Nope, sorry. You have a good one too. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off like that. <laughs> so, um, I've been trying to figure out what the problem is, and I'm not sure. Are we still echoing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it went away for a little bit in the beginning, and I'm not sure what's going on. But maybe it, it came back because, remember, it shut down, OBS shut down. It was just for a second, yeah. Right, but, but, so it, I would, don't know. but, but it would set back everything, whatever you yeah, did. You know maybe. I mean? Yeah, I know I get what you're saying. It's a possibility, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. It's possible. I guess we're just going to have to rewire the whole thing, tear I'm, it down, and redo it. I'm pretty Maybe. sure that's the best bet. Yeah. Yeah. Just rewire everything because we just don't, we have no clue um, what the actual situation is and why it's doing it. I have no idea. So, okay, guys. Now, we know we all sound like Megatron. We all have our <laughs> robot voices. So. No, I sound like Megatron. So, well, I don't want to sound like Megatron, though. I want to sound like... Um, Optimus Prime. Oh, okay. So I'll talk like this. So we have some. So at least it'll be a fun night to listen to with all the, you know. It actually just sounds. It it's just reverb. It sounds like, or you know, I don't know, feedback of some type. I'm not sure feedback. what it is. Feedback. It is. I can uh, hear yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's. Just, I can it's totally funky. hear it. It's funky, but. Funky Comedina. Yeah. So. Do, do, do. 
But if you guys have a ghost story and you want to sound cool like us, you want to yeah. sound like the cool kids, um, you need to call in. 323-642-1102. We want to hear your ghost Kristen stories. Kristen said she has one. And Kevin said, call us, Kristen. Are you leaking into each other's mics? Mm. No. No. No, we've never I had this issue so. before. This is weird for us. No, I thought they said it before that we were echoey. Uh, this was something. Uh, this is something new. We had to. The, some things happened, and it had to be rechecked. Sorry. <laughs> oh, would you blow on the microphone while he's? I did. Yeah, and it probably hurt his ears. Uh, there's not much left of them. Yeah. I was blowing in your ear. It, you were. Okay. <laughs> Startled me actually. <laughs> I'm not used first, to having a woman. First I have here. an echo, then I'm hearing hissing. I'm like, oh no, my head's leaking. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, it's terrible. <laughs> That's hysterical. Terrible. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm I'm just going to see her and watch it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no. I'll be like, Kevin's deflating. Maybe we should do something. Mr. Garrison. Yeah. Wait, what does Mr. Garrison mean? Mr. Garrison from South Park had a very, very large head. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was about to deflate. That's so funny. Okay, guys, we we want to hear your ghost stories now. We're Get giving, your arses on the phone. We're giving you guys the opportunity to tell your ghost stories, and you can't tell me you don't have one because pretty much everybody has one. I mean, I'll I'll tell you another one. I, I was gonna say. Go ahead, I you can. can you, have, a, a you quick, go first. A quick one. This one was a little. A quickie different. for us. Yeah, this was just All a right. quickie. Um, I've always worked in the technical fields, and I used to work for someone, and this was his favorite story. He'd always tell us about this. He was doing. A lot of wiring and rewiring of a funeral home. Oh, I love it. Oh, yes. And that's what he said. He said he really, you know, it was very interesting. And down in the basement, they had a couple of rooms. And in the center portion was the embalming area and where they handled everything. And the guy who was working with them absolutely positively refused to go (laughs) through that section. I believe that's Creepy. where they also had the, the freezers or the refrigerators for. The freezers. So as he was pulling a wire, he told the guy, go on the other side. He said, just cut through there and, and the wire must be tangled. And it wasn't pulling. So he, uh, the guy said, no, no way, not a chance. He goes, I'll go upstairs, walk across, come back down the other set of steps. And uh, my friends took that time knowing exactly what was going to happen to run through the middle so into an area where the guy couldn't see him and then grab him from behind as he walked. Oh, down. that's terrible. Wow. <laughs> it was not paranormal, but boy, it was the, the uh, idea and the location. It worked great. The guy actually left the job site. Wow. Aww. My friend had to finish up alone, but it was funny. <laughs> hey, Cap, does that thing have reverb on it? That little. It does not. That so, little board doesn't? No, no. That's. Okay. If I could, uh, if I, if well, John did, used I'd to do it for me. Turn it, no, that, he does that uh, manually. It's on your microphone. And I've checked that about ten times. It is off. <laughs> mm. This, this is Dove candy. I mean, I have stuffed in my mouth right now. Be you What's, beautiful. Be you beautiful. Be quotations you beautiful, oh. or tiffle. So oh. beautiful. Be beautiful. Yes, that's it. Mine says, your vibe attracts your tribe. 
Is that me or what? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's you. I, I, I Bill Reap is watching, so I'm trying to get Bill to call in and tell us a ghost story because we Bill. know Bill's Come got on, ghost Bill. stories. Mm. I saw Bill and his wife were. I think they were driving on their way to an investigation or something, mm-hmm. and they they went by Jim Beam plants, <laughs> two different plants that must be near each other. He goes, not the kind of spirits we were looking, looking for. for. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, and uh, I was watching them with Bill Christopher and Gina, who we just had on the show. They were headed to Penhurst. Um, so yeah. Um, mm, everybody so was good. busy this past weekend. Everybody was out and about. It was great. I stayed home yesterday with a migraine. Wow. I could have gone out and had fun. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just haven't been feeling all that well. Like I've been, I know what the problem is. Is so, you're old? No, god dang it. <laughs> so last weekend, you know, I was in Chicago, and literally drove all the way, and mm-hmm. came here. Mm-hmm. And then the show was late starting, so mm-hmm. we didn't get off till like after eleven. And then we were still here for like another hour and a half, so I never went to bed. Now, mind you, I wasn't getting a whole lot of sleep at the what do you call it before that, the hotel. And I had done psychic things a couple days prior to that. Ah. So then I came. I did psychic event, psychic things. Then I did the weekend in Chicago. Then I came right to here and I did more psychic stuff. And then I did more psychic stuff several days after that. So I just was completely drained. Right. And so I, it allowed me to just not feel well and get sick. I'm going to read another story. Okay. Do it. All right. It's called Flying Heads in the Valley. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Says there are various versions of the Native American tale of flying heads. At least one of them involves the Genesee Valley. After the American Revolutionary, a revolution, Jesus, revolution. I'm, <laughs> I'm making up words as I go, by the way, folks. After the American Revolution, you're welcome. And General Sullivan's march to Kylerville, some seventy to eighty Seneca. Kylerville yeah. isn't. That's um, where the yeah. The, is that the same guy that was that was in Gettysburg later on that we? No. Mm. No. Um, Anyways, Sullivan's march to Kylerville, some 70 to 80 Seneca had returned to their... I don't know. I think Sullivan is the guy from Gettysburg that we were looking at, you, me, and John. Oh, maybe he was. I don't know. He didn't make it to Gettysburg, I don't think. Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So uh, back where I was, let's see, uh, returned to their villages along the Genesee um, to Little Beardstown near what is now called Geneseo and Squawky Hill in the current town of Mount Morris. Uh, many were elderly. One evening, an old woman was parching corn over a fire in her lodge when a flying head arrived. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, it was a described, as in most flying head stories, <laughs> as being a man's head with two hairy legs. Okay. Wait, two hairy uh, legs? Yes, two so hairy it's legs. a head and two and hairy two legs. legs. Yep. Okay. Uh, the heads were said to invade lodges after dark and devour those inside. Ew. Okay. Um, but they dreaded fire. When the flying head saw the woman working at the fire, 
He disappeared back into the earth, followed by a legion of fellow flying heads that had <laughs> been following the first flying head. Perhaps the story goes, the woman was not even aware of their appearance. They had disappeared so quickly. Evil spirits looking forward to devouring one of the few remaining Indians. Hmm, I don't like that story. Hi, Alyssa. Me no likey. It was different. All right, I have another story. All right, you go for it. So we used to live in a house in East Rondecoit, and it was right on Ridge Road. No. And, um... So I lived there from I was 10 years old till I was 15 years old. Uh-huh. And then we moved out to Ontario. Well, so there were just weird things. Like when we moved in there, the master bedroom was painted, painted black with fluorescent bats and b- witches and brooms. And, um, okay, so, yeah, that's so cool. It, it was super cool, and I always wanted that room, right? right. My mom is like, you're not sleeping in here. And my mom didn't Flipped, sleep right. in there. She would right. not sleep in there, like, for a long time. Well, we were there, and my brother, my sister, and I, my brother was five. I was 11, probably, and Shannon would have been 10. We used to play with a little ghost boy who was about six. And we thought that was normal. We would go climb up in my brother's um, closet. It was like an old closet, so it was like not normal. And so we could climb up it and sit on this thing, um, like a ledge or something inside Mm -hmm. the closet. Mm -hmm. And we would just sit up there and we would talk to this little six-year-old boy. That's cool. Yeah, but we also knew that there were other ghosts there. And just so you know, we recorded that in Cindy's car. Cindy uh, didn't know we were back there. <laughs> A lot while she's driving. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I do have a good one with that too. Do you? Yeah, a floating head story. Oh, so why don't you go ahead and tell your floating head story, and then I'll read this one because I want to read this about the Hemlock Indian Princess. Okay. And her real name was was Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That was good. <laughs> oh God, that was so cute. I am the princess. <laughs> Sorry, Kev. I'm going Kev, to hell for that one. Kev, you deserve that after I'm, saying you recorded that. I was going to say, don't worry, Ted. I'm driving the bus. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. Ted's licking it. <laughs> the window. He's that's licking the window. The windows. Yeah. He's a window licker. Oh, tell your dad's story. <laughs> okay, so, so where I live... um. We have a big Wegmans, which is our grocery store. So, Hi, Bree. Uh, so it's about 15 minutes from here okay. in, to, in Webster, you know? Okay. I think it is, right? 15 minutes or so? Yeah. It's right around 15, 20 minutes. Anyway, so I had been coming from Rochester. I stopped in at Wegmans, um, and we have, like, when you get off of the main 
route, which is 104, you have to take a little feeder street. So we take the feeder street, and you have to look because you're going to merge with another little feeder street. So I, I'm pulled over, I'm pulling over, and I look over, and I'm like, what the hell was that? And I'm like, okay, um, let's think logically. That was not a head. That was uh, the sun in your eyes. Uh, that was um, a smudge on my glasses. Um, it's anything other than a, than than a, a head. floating head. And I look again because I was terrified, and I had to merge, though. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, shit, that was crazy. Whoop, I swore. <laughs> <laughs> Bree, Bree says that it is like echoing like across the shop. This oh, that's scary. so funny. This Hi, Ernie. Hi, a cat. I don't know what cat is, but oh, it must be. Hi, Cece. Hi, Ernie. Okay, so, so I literally am going over to I turn right, and there's already a song on. So the. The head that I thought it was was my dad. Was this song by Talking Heads? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, okay, Dad, if that was really you, then you need to give me a sign that right. that was you. Right. So I, I said, okay, now don't forget, because I was already in during the song. So when I came out, I'm like, don't forget, you got to give me my sign, Dad. So when I get back in the car. I hear um, Imagine Dragons Thunder, and it was, like, near the end. And I'm like, hmm, could that be my song? And I'm like, I don't think so. So then I listened, because it's three songs, and because that one was just ending, basically. I'm like, ah, oh, it can't be that one, so it must be the next three songs. Well, mm-hmm. now, with those next three songs, I'm basically in Ontario. All right. And I'm like, Dad, I don't think I've gotten my song again. I haven't changed the radio station. Nothing has changed. All of a sudden, Imagine Dragons. Thunder comes back on again. Nice. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Huh. So I'm sitting there listening, and as the lyrics are coming, it literally said, I was sitting in the back seat. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, that really was my dad's head. Sitting in the back seat. Sitting in the back seat. Nice. Cool story. And that was right after my dad passed. Wow, that's a cool story. It was the scariest goddamn thing that I can so tell you. Your dad scared you. you. Oh, my God. Peed just a little? Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I could have peed a lot. I literally had to call my sister after the song came on. I'm uh-huh. like, you have to talk me off of the effing ledge right now. She's like, <laughs> I was crying oh, hysterically. Man. I'm like, you have to talk me off the ledge. She's wow. like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? Yeah. What happened? And right. I told her. And she's like. Oh, she's crying, crying too. too now. Nice. Yeah. All right. Who we got on the phone with us? Yeah. Uh, this is Kristen. Hi, oh, we Kristen. got Kristen. How are you, Kristen? I, I, I'm good. Um, I went to uh, Bachelor's Grove. Uh, that's a cemetery in uh, Midlothian, Illinois. Um, this this was uh, many years ago. Uh, Bachelor's has a history of like. Um, Mafia throwing their um, victims in into a lake there. Lord uh, have mercy. Meet, uh, hmm? Lord have mercy. People throw. Yeah, people throw uh, the bodies. Some people see mysterious ball. Um, other people would see uh, a vanishing house. 
I, I that night I didn't see the vanishing house. Well, one night I was with three people. Okay, uh, I didn't think nothing of it. Well, we 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 were. This was um, a week before Halloween. We decided to go in there, you know, and um, all of a sudden we just see this full body appar- apparition. Um, she was wearing the Victorian garb, um, the, uh, like dolphin eyes, and my two friends ran so fast out of there, and I look behind, and I still see her, and I'm running so fast out of that cemetery. So this, this was so many years ago. So that was my first batch. Yeah. That's a cool story. That was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would totally that was my first batch with the paranormal. Yeah. Cool. That's a good I one. I actually have a story here by Tyler Wright as well. Okay. So thank you so much, Kristen. Thank, for thank calling. you. Welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. So and, and my Pokemon. So partner. instead, so instead of him calling in, but he he sent it to us. It says, uh, <clears throat> "This this was referring to your car story." He said, "Similar to when we had a car full in Lima on Pond Road, a white lady come out of the ground in a field." And continued through the field to the road and smacked the side of the car and disappeared. No damage was made, but the hitting noise we all heard. I wonder if she was killed there. Good possibility. Have Tyler, have you ever actually like looked into it to see if there was somebody That's that had passed idea. away in yeah. that exact area that you guys? Yeah. Hit so, where she? Yeah. So and because Tyler, she could have like committed suicide, really. Yeah, or she or was, she was got killed. hit by a car right, or right. whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Tyler, do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> he is a GBPI member, so yeah, Tyler, uh, that was a cool story. Yeah, that and is a and good they have and it's more than just him that can account. Yeah, for it was it. a whole car full of people, so that's that's really yeah, cool. It's so creepy though. That's it's cool. Like if you're like ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, guys, come on. Where's your stories here? Give us your story. We need some more stories. Um, uh, while we're waiting, I'm going to read this one though. Um, oh yeah. Nikki said she's reliving it repeatedly. Oh, yeah. Wow. In the late 1300s, the Muncie's oh, wait. said to be, what's that? What? No, what? Um, so Chris, Cece, Kristen, Cece Oates, uh, in my sleep, I heard someone scream my name. It woke me up. I opened my eyes and there was a woman screaming in my face. I closed my eyes, opened again, and she was gone. I wasn't scared. Um, more. Why isn't it letting me? Oh, there it is. Um, I wasn't scared. Was more feeling hurt. I think she was hurting about something. I'm still trying to figure it out. Wow, that's a crazy story, though. Mm-hmm. Hello, Erica. Yep. All right, let me finish this then. Yes. Sorry. Hi, Katrina. In the late 1300s, the Muncies, said to be a peaceful tribe of Native Americans, were living in the area. Now, this is Hemlock, by the way, Hemlock, New York. Okay, 1300s. That's mm-hmm. a long time that's ago. A long time ago. That's a long tor- time for a story to be passed down, too. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the Native Americans always pass their stories down. That's how they right, right. pass their legends. But it's down. cool that we were able to read that story. Is what mm-hmm. I meant. That yeah, it's lived. It's lived that long, so it has mm-hmm. life to its own. Yeah, yeah. Um, they lived in the area of what would now become known as Bald Hill in the Hemlock Lake area. 
The surrounding area was this occupied by the more warlike um, Mungwees, um, however. In 1375, those, I'm going to say Mungwees, because that's the way it looks, attacked and massacred their friendly neighbors, leaving alive only the cherished wife of one of the bravest Muncie warriors, who the war chief, um, believe it or not, that's cool. His name is Mechanic. <laughs> Isn't it? That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Mechanic took as his own. But she had not forgotten the massacre, and as the chief relaxed over parched corn and venison, she took his knife, his belt knife, and stabbed it into his side. Then realizing she would be killed if caught, she ran with a mungwees. What's that? I can't say uh, What's that say? I can't get there. Oh, mungwee braves chasing her to uh, crag overlooking a lake, which later um, commentators have said, was probably the present-day Hemlock Lake. There, with arrows raining down around her, she leaped to her death. More than two, 300 years after, the form of the once beautiful Indian princess could be seen rising from the lake and disappearing in the upper air. Shoo, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe you guys aren't, like, joining us with this ghost story. Okay, so Erica says... Chanel said she can call back if we want a couple more. Um, Erica says, hang on, let me. Uh, so I was driving to work the other day and kept looking over my shoulder because I kept seeing a dark shadow. I turned around to actually look at a darker tan person was sitting behind me in my car, sticking her tongue at me and her finger shaking at me and her head shaking too. Or her head shaking, no. I pulled into my work, and it was gone. Let's just say I ran into work because I had to pee bad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Erica was going to pee herself, too. Hmm. Listen, it's that's, that's terrifying when you're by yourself and you have these things happen. Like, I'm not used to seeing them with my eyes. My right. dad knows that. <laughs> but I saw it with these eyes. I didn't mm-hmm. see it in my third eye. Like vision style, like a movie playing. No, no, I saw just his head. Thanks. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to read another story. Please don't do that to me, though, you know. I won't when I die, I won't. Thank you. The Bloodless Corpse and Canisius Claws. Bloodless Corpse yes. and Canisius Claws. Several okay. legends tell of strange doings in the Canisius Webster Crossing Hills. Many involve members of the I have Kayla Berger, Boiger, Kayla, right there. Kayla Boger? Yeah, Kayla Boger family. Kayla Boger. Kayla Boger. Okay, Boger. Kalabunga? Yeah, Kalabunga family. Uh, Early residents agreed that they were were a tough lot and unpopular with the neighbors. Supposedly, they were immigrants working for mill owner Caleb Borg. No, that's just Bogue. No R. See how I did that? I just transformed an R in there. Yep. Uh, one of the legends speaks of a <laughs> Kawabunga, Kara Burger, Kala Bulger, who borrowed another man's what? They're, they're going to be like. They borrowed these, another man's what? Yeah, wife. Why? Anyway, these people are going to go, they chopped our stories up. I know. Anyways, uh, Pelagor, who borrowed. Oh, a, just you. Oh, yeah, just me. <laughs> Pelagor. Pel, 
Kayla Borger, who borrowed, I'm just going to say Kaylee, the Kaylee family, okay? The Kaylee Bailey. Kaylee the, Bailey. Uh, the legend speaks of a Kaylee who borrowed, who borrowed another man's wife during his own spouse's recovery from childbirth. Borrowed her for what? He, he lent the husband. husband. For, for the borrowed, borrowed wife. wife. <laughs> Valley neighbors also shivered when hearing that the Kelly family. family with claw. Oh, they had clawed hands. With claw hands born, born into this world. world stiff hooked fingers. fingers. Yeah. The popular saying became that it made it easier for them to steal than to work. Another tale from the area speaks of a housewife talking on the phone to a friend employed as a domestic in the home of a well-known man. She heard her friend scream and then silence. No trace of the domestic was found. But several weeks later, later, her body washed ashore on the Lake Ontario beach near Watertown. Conjecture was the body had been dumped into the Genesee River and floated into the lake. But this corpse was not like other corpses that had drifted in deep water. It had a peculiar leprous color, leprous color, yep. and an autopsy showed that the killer had made an incision in one leg and drawn out all the blood in the body. So probably went into the groin yep. Um, artery. Yep. The mystery of the bloodless corpse was never solved. That's freaking creepy. Yeah, I, that is that is creepy. So that's kind of like a weird. Scratch, scratch my back. <laughs> Jet loves this. All right, so we have a caller. All right. Hi, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. It's just me calling back. Okay, Chanel. Lay down, a oh, girl. Oh no, you recognize my voice. <laughs> That's it. You're done for. You're done for. Oh boy. Um, I'm just going to my house phone ring. I know who it is. <laughs> um. Anyway, when I was in Alton, Illinois, about two and a half weeks ago for a Haunted Road Media Fest, we got to go and tour the hotel there. Oh, fun. And, um, yeah, it was amazing. And it was pretty intense with the the tour because we went into the hot springs where they had the – there was also a pig slaughterhouse. Ugh. But I, I snapped pictures the whole time I was there. And I got a couple that I can't figure out yet. I'm still – trying to wrap my mind and what could cause this light and what could cause this, you know, cause you do that mostly in the dark anyway. Right. Right. <laughs> but, um, at the end of the night, after the tour, we got to go back to our hotel and, um, on the ride home, Oh. on the ride home from the hotel, there's, a big section of it was flooded because of the big flooding that happened a couple of weeks ago down there. Oh, geez. And 
host time called so bad. It came out. There. I don't know if <laughs> Just one of those stupid people trying to get you to donate. Anyway, um, so the there's this back alley that I went through to get away from the flooding to get back to the hotel. Sorry, and I thought it was kind of weird that I saw somebody. So I circled the building. I thought, well, maybe one of the people that were on the tour was lost coming out. You know, I didn't think anything of that. And when I went back around the building, I mean, I mean, it was like one turn, one turn, one turn, and back. I was right there. It was just a parking lot, for crying out loud. And that person was gone, like completely hmm. gone, but there was no other vehicles there. I don't know where they went. Hmm. Well, maybe I saw a shadow and not a person. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds but, pretty cool, though. Yeah, because it was weird because it was like, can't. Because Candy Orton and Donna Gordon and all them had just left, and I was supposed to meet up with them, and I was trying to get a hold of Candy and Donna to see if they wanted food after midnight. <laughs> mm. So I, I mean, oh yeah, and you get hungry after a long night of ghost hunting. Heck yeah, you do. You got to ground yourself afterward anyway. I always do yeah. that. I get total munchies, like a person smoking <laughs> pot, man. Exactly. <laughs> Without ever having put in anything to my mouth. <laughs> oh, let's see. I have. I am. I'm addicted to candy. Hi, okay. Kelly. Hi, Brad. Okay, so it looks like you got some more stories. I, I do. Thank you so much, Chanel, for calling in, okay? Thank you so much. Yep. Bye. Hi, Bye. sweetie. Food after midnight, best when best way to get grandparents. <laughs> Robert. Okay, Cassie. No. Okay, Katrina Parrish. I lived in a hundred-year-old house. The original owner lived upstairs, but he had died 20 years before I moved in. Yes, he was a ghost. My house was actually broken into, and nothing upstairs was taken. I really think he scared the crap out of the crooks. I was not permitted upstairs without his permission. Two knocks on the stairway. Then if he knocked back, I was welcome to go upstairs. I pretty much lived downstairs. LOL. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay, Kathy DeGraw. Because of the area we live in, there's usually some type of activity going on around us. The girl that was murdered 15 feet from my back door showed herself. Last year, she was standing in the same area she was killed in. I asked her if she knew she was, she knew who killed her, but she shook her head no. I haven't seen her since. Oh, that's so sad. So I, I need to share the story. Okay. We had um, here in Ontario where the studio is, there's a, um, a park we all love to go. My sons, I take them every summer especially to go swimming in, in the pond. Basically, it's the old ore beds that have been filled in with water. Well, um, last night there was an emergency call. Um, they had EMS workers on, on standby. But from, the, from what I understand, um, at 6 p.m., a, a three-year-old was, was missing. Hmm. And she, um, nobody could find her. Uh, well, they found her. Uh, 
I'm not sure of the exact time. I found out about it right after midnight um, that she was found in the ore beds and she had drowned. That's terrible. It was, it is really, really sad. Now is it because this kid wandered off or? Yeah, we don't know. I don't, I don't know the story yet. I didn't hear it. It was all over the news, but I didn't hear it. I don't know the story that's with it. Okay. But it was really terrifying. I just, I, I, I my heart share. goes out to the, the, the family, family and all the people. You guys did a great job searching for the little girl. You guys, thank you so much. All the, uh, the emergency the people. And all the things that they, yeah. Yes. And all the people that just were helping um, find this little girl. That's thank the you. way communicate, community is supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I agree. You know, and so. so we're thankful for that. But it is sad and tragic mm-hmm. nonetheless. But my heart goes out to them. All right. So I'm going to read another story here. Um, We're getting close to the time to end the evening. So um, this one's called A Shadowy Horseman. A Shadowy Horseman. Mm -hmm. Okay. As the boating season of Canisius Lake winds down in the fall, a touch of mystery arrives, especially around the boat launch on East River Road, about four miles from Route 20A. Over the years, people residing near that spot, which is close to the McPherson's Point, have reported seeing a shadowy figure of a lone horseman. Mm. The figure is usually reported only in late September or early October. We gotta go here. Uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, guys, if you're listening, pay attention. Um, okay, so late October. All right. Workers at Erie Canal Lock 24 in Oswego County often tell of a similar story, it says. The Canisius Lake Horseman usually is seen shortly after sundown near trees on the lakeshore. Viewers have described the figure as dressed in a soldier's uniform. Sloppy. <laughs> has been described as a soldier dressed in a Revolutionary War period, including a tri-cornered hat and a sword worn on his side. Oh. He appears to be scouting... Or examining the area and rides off into the shadows. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. That's really awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, there's That's a lot cool. of cool little. Now, the the thing about finding this book is you actually had to go to the town of Geneseo to find this book. You couldn't find oh. it anywhere else. Um, so we actually, um, my cousin Stacy um, actually had purchased the book. So. Um, and that's how big the book is. This is what the book looks like. Oh wow! Yeah, so it was done so this way. So you just photocopied. And... Yeah, the book. The book. Yeah. That's awesome. This is the way the book was. The original book looks like this too. Oh 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 oh! I see. I you see, know what I mean? See. It was just kind of put together like this. Um, oh, that's It wasn't cool. actually, you know, um, it was quite weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's got some really cool little stories in it, and um, if you like. Um, local history i mean i think people should look into their own towns and county and yeah absolutely go to your go to even your county um historians i mean there's always the town historian well i shouldn't say always some have town historians others have county historians and especially here in new york well you know what's funny is like i have a lot of those historians on speed Mm -hmm. dial on my phone but um, what's funny is a lot of people don't think that they don't want to look funny or look ridiculous when they go in and ask about stuff like that. Right, and I right, get right. it. I get it. But, 
you know, eventually just be proud about it because you go in and you're asking for history and history mm-hmm. is very important no matter where you come from. Yeah. And, you know, to do it in your own hometown, imagine the stories you could dig up, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, cemeteries, a lot of ghost hunters, um, a lot of paranormal um, researchers, investigators, they all go to things such as that. But finding local history, old buildings, stories of Ooh, the, what a, lands and, and I have and another stuff. one. Yeah. 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 But stuff like that is just so important. It is. It and is. you don't have to worry about looking like an idiot because no. as far as I'm concerned, the people that don't want to talk to you are the idiots. Right. Well, you're looking so, for history. So this is a very good this is a very good example, especially where you're saying lip. Right. <laughs> especially when you're talking about, you know, ask, especially because it's history. Right. Um, in Rochester, I was at the Rochester Public Library. Mm-hmm. And I was going to college, and so I had to do some research. So I was getting some work done, and I had to go to this one part of the library, and it was darker than the other parts. Like, it just was – the energy was different. The energy was super weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I – so I didn't want to go down this one <laughs> one part. Mm-hmm. So you had, if you went down this one part, they have all the, like, on either side, right? Okay. So I went by it once, and I swore that I saw something out of my peripheral. And I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not going down there. But I'm like, I really have to go down there. So I stood at the end, and I literally watched a shadow figure peering out behind the stacks and then go back in and then jumped ran over to the other side and kept doing it and i'm like okay i'm i'm not imagining this and i went to one of the librarians and i said hey do you know any information about if there's ghosts like have you guys seen ghosts or anything Mm -hmm. and she's like no i don't know anything i haven't heard anything well the funny part is ghost hunters came down to this oh, library, the library yes. and they ex- picked up exactly, exactly what, what I saw. And I was like, I freaking knew it. And I yeah. freaking told them before ghost hunters ever went there. I freaking <laughs> told that's them. Cool. It was pretty that's cool, cool that I was validated by ghost hunters. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It was awesome. That's that is awesome. It was a great story. It terrified me because <laughs> I did not want to go down there. Well, you got a lot of stuff popping up there on your thing but while you're looking at those real quick i'm going to tell a quick little fun story um where i live uh it's actually two old army military houses that they had put together two old army houses put together yeah the military houses that they had on my house right yeah because they so here in new york anyway uh, they used they they would make these little houses for the military people to live in to yeah. live in and they were not the biggest things they were kind of small uh, yeah but a, a lot of times they were all in like a little like, like a little town, town a little village yeah yeah yep. but yours is not necessarily like well they that. transported it or the two halves they they brought the two halves to where my house is located now and they put them together mm-hmm. so they made one house and. And it's um, a big house. I mean, yeah, it's, well, it's a pretty good size now that the two are together. Right. I mean, it's, it's we got uh, four bedrooms. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty nice. And that's because, you know, and both sides. Two had, kitchens. Yeah, yeah, it had two kitchens, two living rooms, you know. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you had to redo this and that, whatever. So anyways, when so what's really funny is there's two doorways 
Right. <laughs> we have three doors on our house, two in the front, one on the back. Yes. So it's really strange. <laughs> but but it made me think it's like, okay, if we only have one in the back, how'd the person get out of the back on the other side of the house? Right. So they must have filled it in or something, who knows. But um, when we moved in, there was always some weird stuff that I caught, you know, and you know about me. So, you know, mm-hmm. I would catch you things. Know, you know, you about, know me. about me. So I, I actually had... And my dad actually admitted that he has been hearing things. Now, my dad is in his 80s. He's a 22-year yeah. military vet. He doesn't, doesn't believe want to know any of anything. He's like, right. ah, you're crap. Right. So, <laughs> you know, he finally admitted it about two or three years ago. That stuff has been going on in the house for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. My mom has always said, you know, I come out and there's this guy standing in the foyer. And I'm like, what? You know, so he's like, like, what? And there's so, always these stories. Yeah. So. Like, for the past, I don't know, 10 years I've been living there, my bed is, like, the living room, my door to get in my bedroom, and my bed is against this wall. Yeah, so it's, a, against it's the against inside the wall for the room. living room. Well, mm-hmm. So, uh, constantly, I would be laying there trying to go to sleep, and I'd hear, like, a bang on the wall, thinking, okay, well, you know, I must have dropped a pillow or something, you know, I must have hit the wall or Whatever. Well, it got to the point. What are you doing? <laughs> he's <banging> on the... <laughs> That's funny. funny. Um, he's making noises for us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's also telling us it's after ten o'clock. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> no, that was the next one. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I let it go, and I let it go, and I let it go. Well, I had this little ceramic bear, and I really got pissed one night because it wouldn't let me sleep because I kept hearing this knocking and all this noise going on. I've never told this story before because I didn't want people to think I was whack. But anyways. (laughs) Well, we know that. So I decide, well, I was actually sleeping in. I had moved to the room next to it because Mm -hmm. that noise was just driving me completely nuts. Mm -hmm. So I get in the and I still heard it, but now it's coming from the closet door from that room. From your room. From my room, from the old room that I was in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so whatever was in that room, and now it's pissing me off being in the other room. Right. So I get up. I'm all mad as hell. I get over. I swing open the door, and I'm looking, and don't you know that little ceramic teddy bear is hanging up in the corner of the room with one of my ties around its neck? Was levitating in the room. Jesus, I just got goosebumps all over my body. And it dropped to the do- dropped to the floor as soon as I smash. That's how instant it was. Okay, so I'm like, okay, all right. So now I just slammed the door, went back to my room, <laughs> and I'm like, Bye. okay, I'm like, okay. So obviously I pissed you off, but the whole all this time that you were banging on the wall, you know, you pissed me off. So it's like, okay, turnabout's fair play. So I decided I was going to play his game. Or it's game. So I moved back into the other room. Okay. So now I'm in that room and it's still happening like to this day. It's still happening. I know. I remember you telling me. Now what I do is I reach over. I take the door. I open it. Knock it off. And I shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's kind of a game. So it's, it's not doing anything, you know, like violent or anything, but it's just still doing that whole knock, knock thing. And and I find it like three or four o'clock when I'm awake watching TV or something. It's almost like, it's like, it's bedtime. Shut the TV off. You know, it, it's like one of those things. Maybe like you should time to go start, to bed. Maybe, maybe you if know? it starts up, 
you should start playing some some kind of music, you know, probably. Well, I like. thought about playing Lawrence Welk's music. Not Lawrence Welk. You need to do like, <laughs> you need to do like death metal or something. Tiny bubbles. I love tiny bubbles. <laughs> it's so funny. I was just talking about Lawrence Welk and polka music. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Have you considered that maybe it's trying to tell you a joke and you just haven't said who's, oh like a knock knock there. joke was oh, there? Oh, oh, there? that's funny. That is kind of funny. Maybe I should like set a recorder who's up. Who's there? I should ready. Yeah, I should. I should Ooh. set up a recorder. Oh my god, that's hysterical. And do like the knock knock and then All yeah. Right, let's read these really quick. All right, real quick and then okay, we got to get out of here. Here's one. Here's another one. We moved into an apartment in Chicago when I was a kid. There was an old typewriter in the upper part of the closet. If I put paper in the typewriter, if I put paper in it, the typewriter would type by itself. My mother found out, but it showed back up in my closet. So she moved us out. <laughs> I would too. Yes, that's a, that's a good mom you have right there, Katrina. Um, Jamie. There is an alley in downtown Frederick where there used to be a Civil War hospital, and people still see body parts being tossed out of the window into an alley. I actually, <laughs> I've actually heard that. I think he almost spit out his drink. I, what hospital throws body parts out the window? Well, because I do actually remember hearing about this. To be honest, think about think of it was it was Civil War stuff, and they had to just chop. Sh- Stuff off. Yeah, I can understand that like, part. <laughs> quick. Quick. Yeah. It doesn't hurt died. as much if they cut your arm off quickly. Yeah. yeah but, no, yeah. yeah it but you don't hurt. throw it, it out the window afterwards. Well, hey, look at the guy on the street. Thud. And the only thing I can think of with oh that gosh. is all I can think of is Mighty Python. Yeah. Mighty throw Python. out your dad. <laughs> yeah. Bring out your dad. Oh, it's a I'm not dead yet. Not dead yet. It's a flesh wound. Come on. I can still get you. The good old black knights, yes. My God, I freaking love it. Shrubbery. Yeah. Bring me a shrubbery. A a what? Bring me a shrubbery. Isn't isn't that the one that they had? Yeah, they had a, a, a rabbit. Yes, the vorpal the, rabbit. The vorpal rabbit. Yeah, that's right. There oh, it's just a little bunny rabbit. Yeah, blood squirting yeah, all over the place. Okay, so, so Katrina said the person typing was a young girl named Carolyn who was killed in the apartment. So wow. crazy. Um, Lori Ann Wagatha, I hope I said that properly. Uh, the historical society told me the Wildwood is haunt that Wildwood is haunted. LOL. Wildwood is sanitarium. Yes. Actually, yes. she is. Right. That's what I thought. I thought. Yeah, that's I her. That's Lori her building. Is... I was thinking of the amusement park. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Yes, Lori, we do yes. know that Wildwood is haunted. Yes, Lori, and we would love to get you on the show. Heck yeah, yeah. Love to get you on the show. Yeah, and, and the, the building that I'm in. Yeah, that and I, and I want, I've been wanting to reach out to her, and I just have been so busy. I wanted to make sure that she gets a table for the Parafest, you know, have mm-hmm. her come up. Because her and Danny, she works with yeah, Danny, yeah, yeah. And, and Danny yep, always comes up. So it'd be good to have her, you know, come up and do stuff like that. But let's get her on the yeah. show before all that as well. So Fun, fun, fun. Guys, you know, I don't know. I had a good time tonight. I, had I mean, a good it time. was. Um, Thank you for your stories. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I would have liked to have heard more people, you know, call in and tell their stories, but it's fine. Uh, I had fine. my one of my, my friends' husbands hopped on. In fact, uh, the one who I used to watch Monty Python with as a kid. Yeah, Reverb. We have Reverb, Diane. Yes. 
We have reverb. We have to figure out why. Why do we have an echo? Because we're awesome. Yeah, we don't know why we have it. It's, we have no idea. We've we've got to like rip this whole thing apart. All the kids over. are doing it. They all, all want the reverb. kids yeah. are. Yeah. All the kids with the pumped up kids. Reverb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you watch American Idol? Or not American Idol, America's Got Talent? You ever um, watch that? I've seen a little bit. Oh, you're no why? why? Why, 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 why? Oh, it's just really good this season. Yeah, I've heard there's some really amazing acts. I've seen yeah. some of them, like, that pop up in my YouTube yeah. feed. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And um, I just kind of want to make a plug real quick on the new show, The Ghost of Morgansville or Morgan City. Wait, what is that? Um, remember Ghost of Shepherdstown? Yeah. Oh my God, it's There's out? a new one called The Ghost of Morgan City. I think that's what it is. Mike, Morgan, Morgan yes! City. So, when um, is it coming out? Actually, it's they've already got the first season just came or the first episode just came out. What? So what I'll, I'll get you'll have to look it up or we'll, we'll figure oh, it out. But what is it called? Unless Ghost somebody knows Morgan the Ghost Town? of Morgan's Morgansville or Morgan City. I that's think it's the Morgan one that's City. it's like in Georgia or Alabama or something. Or something like that. Hey Kurt. Hey Holy Kurt. Moly. Kurt Holy moly. Kurt Spencer. Uh, he's a, I just echoed him. Did you yeah, guys yeah, get yeah. that? Did you understand yeah, what I was ha, doing there? <laughs> he's a friend of mine. I haven't seen him in like two years. Oh, fun. You know, well, you was, need to. I, I haven't seen him. him. Yeah, and he's close. So, you you know, Monday night, Kurt, you can always come up and hang out with us. We come and hang out. Yeah. we Believe it or not, folks, the whole reason that we're in this studio where we moved to is so we have. We literally have places for you guys to come and sit if you want to come hang out with us. I mean, we have. We have. No, no lie. I mean, we have three couches. Yeah. I mean, okay. So one, uh, two, like, three, four, five, six, seven, eight places for you. Comfortable. To sit. Eight, eight. Yeah, comfortably. And then it, you, we can squeeze people in too. Yeah, and we can do we have chairs too. We have chairs. We can we have do chairs. Pizza. We can have a nice little display table over there. We can I mean, put well, you might not get and... pizza, but. <laughs> Company mascot Fred sitting over here. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah, Fred. Fred is the yeah. snake. Yeah. She's um. And uh, if, you're into, if you're into yellow. a lot of weird She's things corn happening, snake. a corn snake, yes. Yeah, we have a lot of weird things snake. that happen in this building as well. And a lot of times, while we're here doing stuff. Yes, I mean you can. That come, is true. Come and that check it out. That is true. You know. That um, is no lie. We no lie to you. Okay, so next week, Monday. Monday. Our show, and hopefully we'll have this all figured out by then. We hope. Hopefully. Um, one of our favorites is coming back. Yeah, uh, Mr. Mark Kais will yes, be here. Mr. Mark uh, he's Kais. got a brand new book out. Fantastic. So we're going to talk to him. I actually have a, co- um, um, a file of the book that I will be sending you. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I want to see it. it. Yes, I want to read it's it. It's a, 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 a internet style book. Uh, what do they call it? It's just a, it's a, like a Kindle book. No, it's actually not a Kindle. It's a, I don't know what they call it. He just sent me a self-published. A PDF. Like a PDF of it, basically. Okay. On a thumb drive. Yeah. So we can just, so that you would have it, so that yeah, you, can, you can read it as well. Read so we'll have that. I'll, I'll read it this week or at okay. least get some of it. Listen, I'm still working on my my a discovery of Witches Trilogy. It's the All Souls Trilogy. Oh, it's a book you're reading? It's, yeah. So I just finished. They're like 579 pages each. Oh, that's that's nothing for Kevin. He can get through that book in like two or three days. Really? 579 pages, a couple hours. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Oh, yeah. You guys are full of <laughs> no, 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 horse discuses. Do you, do you want me to read the words or just look at the pictures? There's no pictures. Oh, oh I'm, well, I'm in then, trouble. Yeah, I'm in big trouble. That's what I was thinking, too. Is <laughs> it it's not going to work, then. It took me a little. I, I already had, like, Yeah. so I had I checked out two of the three because I have the third. I've already purchased it. 
so I only needed the first two. But I don't get to, I wasn't getting enough time to read. So like three weeks went by and I really got like two pages read. Mm. So then I had to redo it through the library. And so I just finished the first one. Like this past week, I literally like buckled down and did it. And I'm on the second one. So I'm like Mm. 40 and Robert White, while we have you here, um, there's in Australia. I'm not sure where. Yeah, maybe it's, book, maybe it's Melbourne. I think. I'm not sure, but I just watched an episode of um, Expedition Unknown. Oh, I like that and show so much. They were talking about the mahogany ship. Mahogany ship. Yeah, and apparently it crashed and was in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, so it's. Uh, mm. So from a long, long time ago, 1300s, 1200s, oh. something oh, shoot. like that. Oh, yeah. That's a long yeah. time ago. I don't know if you heard anything about it, but I think it's a real interesting story. I just wanted to put that out there. So next Monday, Mark Kais, um, for you that do not know who he is, you can look him up online. It is Mark. It's K-E-Y-E-S, but it's pronounced Kais. Yes. It looks like keys, except there's an extra E, but it's Kais. Yes. And... Um, check his stuff out. He'll be here with he, now. He's also um comes to the Winter Parafest, so I yes. mean you will also see him there as well. So yeah, I saw him in Syracuse last year. Yeah, and he was at the Parafest, or was it this past year? I don't remember. When I did know. I go to When did I go to Syracuse Con? Whatever. Was it last? Yeah, summer? it was last. It was last fall. Well, yeah, it was last summerish. Yeah, yeah, because we saw Chip Coffee. Yes, I met yep. Chip Coffee there, and Chip was sick. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But that was where you met him, and then he was mm-hmm. at the Parafest. But yeah. so next Monday, eight o'clock, he'll be on the show. Um, we'll be. I want to know when and... we're going to have Grant back on. That one, I haven't. Um, I haven't reached back out to him. I will do that. I have. Because you know, times. I love Grant. I know. I I just haven't been able to do I that with Grant. everything else that I've been doing. Um, and we've but got I a... will. I will reach out to him. But okay. um, there is, uh, like right now, we're booked into September. Fantastico. Um, so we have a lot of different. Are we doing any shows on the road this year? Um, Do you have any shows on the road for us or no? Gettysburg right now. Well, yeah, we're doing Gettysburg. We're getting, Bash. We're, we'll be at Gettysburg Bash. Come to Gettysburg Bash, you guys. Yeah, if you guys need Book something room, to do for vacation, so you definitely want to go there. Yes, we have a great time. Yeah, I mean, we're going to kidnap Kevin. We already decided. So. Yeah, Kevin, are you going to come? I I keep looking. I have to look that up and get the dates. Yeah, because I told him like two weeks ago or a week ago, and he still. Oh my gosh! I'll tell you the dates. Um, after that, so July eighth, we're gonna have um, Mary Marshall on the show. The fifteenth. It's July fifteenth, I think that. Um, we have Keith Ross. Um. So it's this weekend, right there. So the weekend before that, maybe. August nineteenth. Yeah, it's it's the July twenty sixth. Oh, July. That's August. July twenty. Sixth and seventh, I think. That's where we're going to be at Gettysburg Battlefield Bash. Actually, you know what? Here's my calendar. All right, let's see. Robert says the mahogany ship refers to a putative early Australian shipwreck that is believed by some to lie beneath the sand in the Armstrong Bay area, approximately three to six kilometers west of Warren. Warnamabool. Get away from the Indian names and go right to Australian names. We're in big trouble. Yes. In Southwest Victoria, Australia. One, 
Two, in many modern accounts, it is described as a Spanish or Portuguese caravel. Yeah, but if it was Portuguese, it would have Three, been prior to. After the yeah, wreck. Yeah, Australia wasn't invented yet. Right. After the wreck was associated with the theory of Portuguese discovery of Australia by Kenneth McIntyre in his 1977 book, The Secret Discovery of Australia. Four, the most recent research has questioned his this theory and provided other explanations. That's yeah. interesting. So, yeah. So, I mean, Australia really does have a lot of weird things like that. that I shouldn't Wait, say so weird. Wait, so what year did, did it get the discovered? 12, like 12 – they were saying that if it was a Portuguese oh, ship, shoot. it would have been in the 1200s. But it wasn't discovered really until fourteen, fifteen hundreds, like by oh, was it the Kenneth guy? By somebody saying? else, yeah. But basically, it would change the whole, um, the whole history of Australia when it was actually discovered. <clears throat> so it would change all that. Well, you know, so, they don't want to change Kevin, history. Kevin, 26th, 27th, and 28th um, Yeah, I was going to say, we usually go Friday. Yeah, so it's Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. Yep. But you know what, guys? It's probably one of the better places to go. Oh, my we gosh. Had, we, we had, had a, a lot of fun. Everybody was amazing and there. And I do know that there's um, the uh, Tennessee Wraith Chasers are going to be there. Some extra people coming from that. There's oh, a lot fun, of other stars. Oh, fun, because last year was just. Just um, Porter. Just Porter. Yeah, um, but there's going to be extra people there from that. I know that like Mike King's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's plenty Lori of stars. Johnson Lori will probably Johnson. Be there. Yeah, she's from the Ghost of Shepherdstown. Um, mm-hmm. So there'll be plenty of people to come and check out. So you know, Lots have your camera of, ready. Um, Dave and, and Tyler and Ernie Ern- Atwell and what's will really be there cool too. Is they all like talk Paranormal like this. Inc. They don't. Yes. You know, there's not long lines. There's no there's airs. No... They don't have any like. Everybody is just really down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. I had a fantastic time. Yeah, yeah. We had a lamp story. We'll tell you someday off the air again. <laughs> we, but, yeah. We've already said that. Story. I know so many times, but it was. Oh my gosh, I was in Target. Uh oh. <laughs> you a saw lamp. one of those lamps. I was like, oh my god, I need to buy this lamp. We'll tell you off air, Kev. <laughs> Sounds okay. great. God, it was hysterical. All right, well, we're gonna get out of here because. I thought of you though when I saw. I'm like, oh my god, I got to tell you this. <laughs> What are you doing this weekend? Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that. Don't forget. Yes, this weekend is ECBRO, the East Coast Bigfoot Research Research Organization. Organization. It's their um, Bigfoot, their second annual Bigfoot um, convention. And where is it located? Um, This is, oh, shoot, you would have to. It's in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to go, right? I am going. You're going with um, Shayla. Shayla and I am going. Yeah, um, let me see if I got the actual... The Sheila girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, remember that I love Mr. Sheila girl. Um, Daniel Benoit was actually on the show last yeah. week, and he actually spoke about it real quick. Yep, he did. Um, so it is... <laughs> 1788 was Captain Hook's discovery. Where's Peter Captain Pan? Captain Hook, huh? <laughs> Peter Pan! Sitting right next to you. Yeah, Peter Pan, Tinkerbell. That is, that's whatever. That is very accurate. <laughs> I have the download here. I actually dated a guy. His nickname was Tink. Tink. 
from Tinkerbell. <laughs> okay, so ECBR Annual Virginia Bigfoot Conference 2019 is June 29th. It's 109 Apple Tree Lane in Waynesboro, Virginia. Nice. Perfect. So it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. It'll yes, we'll cool. do. So um, he says uh, guest speakers, raffles, vendors, face painting, food and drinks. Um, Chaos? Chaos Mountain Brewery. Brewery. Okay. Hmm. okay. Q&A. Mountain Brewery. Um, I, he did tell us that they're going to have a Bigfoot calling. A oh, yeah. Call he thing. did. He yeah, said that so... I needed to try to do it. Nip. Nip. That's loud in my ear. Well, that's. Thank wh- God I didn't have my whooping. ear. That's whooping. Bigfoot whooping. Oh, a Bigfoot whooping? Yeah, I prefer Bigfoot texting. Okay. Right. Fine. <laughs> Come meet Bigfoot himself. He will be there. Cute. That's fun. So. Yeah, so that'd be a good time. So make sure you look it up on Facebook. It's all over the place there. Very and... fun. Well, I hope you guys have fun. So when are you guys leaving? I don't know. I got to talk to Sheila because I don't remember. I, don't, I think I'm working Friday night, um, but I think we're leaving. It's only Actually, like a six-hour drive, right? Yeah, so maybe I took Friday off. I, can't, I think I took Friday off. I would hope so, for yeah, God's sake. So. Yeah, that means I got a real short week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Are you going to do some overtime? Nah. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it for you. Yeah, I've been over I'm it over for it. you. I'm over it. So, um, all right. I think that's it for the night. I think we had a uh, You've good been time over tonight. it. And, yeah, been over it. And uh, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Did you get it? I got it. I got it. It's time to get out of here. What do you think? Okay. 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 All right, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget that wherever there is darkness, there is always light. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks thanks so much for watching. Stopping by. Thank you for listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday for another fantastic guest. Please check out our show as well as others on the WLFE DB Radio Network. And remember, like, follow, and share with everyone. Join us at WLFE-DB.com for upcoming shows and so much more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.